You and Chris are going to be in here talking about God knows what. Hello, folks, and welcome to the Retro Show Podcast. I'm your host, Butch Renfro, and I'm joined, as always, in the pilot seat next to me, ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Christopher Brown Curtis. I am your co-pilot. We ask that you please remain in your seats until the no smoking sign has been turned off. And then you may then move about the cabin freely. That's right. Guys, we are uh, glad to have you here at the podcast. Uh, Eventually, we're going to get to the topic. Today's topic is we're looking at 80s comedy. I mean, any comedy that was released during the 80s is kind of fair game. Uh, This is kind of the thousand foot view. We don't know how long this is going to go on because we had no idea how many great movies were released in the 80s. Conversely, we had no idea how many terrible movies were also released. Yeah, this Uh, is a lengthy list, man. Yeah. There are some really great movies in the 80s, baby. Uh, But, you know, but before we get to that, dude, what's been happening? Just living life. Yeah. I played a lot of disc golf this last weekend. I bet I walked 15 miles. It was, we had a triples tournament on Saturday that was 30 holes. That was six hours of disc golf. Great. And then Sunday I played another 36 holes, two different times. I mean, like 18 and then went another course and played another 18 with my son. So it was fun. Yeah, uh, You time. know what I did? Yard work. Yeah. Yard work. If you came Honey to my house, list. you would know I did not do yard work. Honey do <clears> list. Uh <laughs> Uh, I'll tell you one thing that it's it's America as we record this. This will probably air sometime July August, but as we record this, it is just now the kickoff of America's Got Talent. Now I don't watch the entire series, but I watch the auditions. Highly entertaining. We do it every year. Oh well, I mean if it's so, a if it's a tradition, it's a tradition. I would say do it. I mean I try to find something else to do. But you know that's the kind of. Well, you know, uh, we either do that or we sit in the back and watch birds come to the feeder. She's got me watching uh, this thing on the Duggar family. Oh, that documentary. Yes. Yeah, it's disturbing. I could care less. And I told her that tonight. I'm like, she goes, are you going to watch this with me? I'm like... I mean, if you don't want, if you want me to, I will. But yeah. otherwise, I'm good. I mean, really. And she's like, "Why don't you like?" It? I said, "I just don't care what yeah. they did in their life. I could care. Yeah. I didn't care when the TV show was popular. And I just you don't, don't care, care now. No. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's wait, fair. Wait. <laughs> you know that 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 is. You know what's funny is that they used to tell us back in the day, uh, uh, don't don't uh, just meet random people from online and don't take rides from strangers that's the whole business model of uber and lyft now yeah no man it's nuts so yeah there's some horror stories out there about that too oh i know you know there's horror stories horror stories horror stories of uh Every walk of life these days. I mean, every time you turn around, there's something terrible happening, and I'm about tired of it. Oh, uh, but you got this. And 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 then on that happy note, <laughs> I was just thinking. I mean, I, I mean, 
me and Cindy were eating in a restaurant while ago, and it was a Mexican restaurant. And of course, the Mexican news is on. It was just something after something after something. Like somebody shot up a church. I yeah. couldn't speak the language. I didn't know what they but, were talking but about. You knew, well, you know, that's, Lord, that's pretty man. much all. And see, here's the difference right here. And, and I'm, I'm not going to delve too long into this, but the difference is now is we have a 24-hour news cycle. Right. So their job on any station is to keep you there as long as they can. And there was something that a guy, you know, said a long time ago, and unfortunately it tends to be true. If it bleeds, it leads. Yeah. So, yeah, they're always going to put the most terrible stuff. You don't hear the great news stories of the good things that happen out there all the time. It's like always this podcast, like, like this podcast, which you can be a part of. You go to RetroShow.net. <laughs> see there. See, that's seamless. That is that is Segway, baby. Segway that City. Was awesome. Segway City. <laughs> and you can be a retro head if you go to our <clears throat> Facebook group and uh, join in the conversation and uh and just jump in it's got links to all of our stuff it's just a great place to be we got some good people showing up there now so um we are going to get onto our topic now chris of comedies from the 80s and we're going to start off with the year 1980 amazingly enough so this is a this is a really actually some very classic movies on here that i would highly recommend uh, the ones I mentioned, especially and and number one, <laughs> airplane, airplane. I mean, it's the first grief. one on the list, and it's like <laughs> I marked it too. Listen, it's it is. If you're looking for highbrow intellectual humor, go somewhere else. Yep, if you're there. looking for gags that j- and puns, and it's like uh, dad jokes on steroids coming at you at. A million miles an hour, sight gags, get this movie. Yeah. Just for of seeing the lady that played June Cleaver say, <laughs> Excuse me, stewardess, I speak jive. Just hang loose, bloods. You're going to get you up on the rebound on the meta side. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's perfect. <laughs> but yeah, just a great, and, and Leslie Nielsen. In that movie, to me, deadpan, just never cracks a smile, plays it seriously. You know, I I think I only saw him in one serious role. Yeah. Ever. I mean, that I can remember, and that was in Creepshow, and he he played a creep. Oh, really? Yeah. Don't you remember? His wife was having an affair, and he drove him out to the beach. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And then they come back for him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Zucker brothers, man, they made a a fortune off of these these type of movies. They did. And there's a lot on this list that the Zucker brothers uh, were involved in. But Airplane, absolutely, you can't go wrong with that one. I have to uh, throw in now, also released in 80, Caddyshack. Oh my gosh, that is an instant classic. It, it and quotable <laughs> that you still quote things from that movie. Pool pond, pond would be good for you. Yeah, Lots yeah. of natural pond water. pool. Anything would be good. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know the, the the funny thing is is there was reports that Bill Murray and uh, Chevy Chase did not like each other. Yep, I've heard that. And so it was kind of a lot of tension on the set. While, while they were filming this. But that that scene is just hilarious. Uh, you know, he said, mind if I play through here? You know, he's like, <laughs> knocks the golf ball into his the yep. the hovel that Bill Murray's character, the groundskeeper, <laughs> Carl Spackler, lives in. Yeah, and he had his hybrid 
Kentucky, Kentucky bluegrass and California sense of million. The great stuff about this, the great thing about this stuff is you can play eighteen holes on it, and go, get home, go home and get stoned up with Jesus off of it. It's a little harsh. <laughs> cannonball, cannonball are coming. Uh, but we also have to mention the great. Ted Knight. Ted Knight's hilarious in that Ted movie. Knight. And, and Rodney Dangerfield. What and a Rodney, cast. The, the cast was unbelievable. <laughs> I, I love Listen, that anything with Ted uh, with Ted White in it. Was, Ted Knight. Ted Knight. Yeah. Ted White. What was I thinking? Uh, just hilarious. I, that movie, to, to me, is, is, is close to a perfect comedy. As you can it, get, it really it's, was. It's structured so well. You know, just, there's a there's a lot of movies with Chevy Chase in it throughout the '80s. Oh he, yeah, he tore the '80s up, and he was he was a very funny guy. But he I is. heard he was very hard to work with. Oh, I hear that. So, yeah, same, same. A lot of people just can't work with him. Uh, uh, got another one on the list there. Oh, yeah, the next one on the list for me. Any any which way you can. Yeah, Eastwood. That is a <laughs> sequel, right? No. Uh, is it? Yeah, it is because every, every which way, way but loose, which I think was in the seventies. This is one of those sequels, though, that actually lived up to the first one. Well, they brought Clyde back, Clyde, Clyde the orangutan. Clyde, Clyde was important and granny. Yeah, <laughs> or Ma. She, or gosh, does that not remind you of? So, listen, guys, in the part of the area that we live in, uh, old redneck women are just. The, don't don't mess with don't them. mess with them Do and, and that was them. an accurate depiction of an old redneck woman it really and was that was great in that movie but yeah uh uh clint eastwood who else i can't think of that guy's name he was a character actor that was in like was, his, everything was it brother, william devane his brother no it wasn't william devane but it's it, his they, brother or whatever yes yeah but I can't think of his name. It wasn't William Devane, but they look a lot alike. Hello, every time he'd he, he know a fight was fixed to break out, he'd turn his head around backwards, and then he'd be watching Clint Eastwood beat everybody yeah, up. Yeah, he'd turn his head around, and then he'd just, like, step back. <laughs> like, I don't want to get hit or anything like that. I can't uh, believe you skipped the Blues Brothers. Uh, I, I was going to come back to it. Oh, I didn't know. You, no. I mean, you just kind of skipped over it. So. No, I, I was coming back to that. I was That's coming back. Which, uh, I was going to let you do the next one, so the Blues, the Blues Brothers. Brothers. Hey, yeah. the Blues Brothers. Let me tell you, that scene, man, where they go up and they see the nun, and she gives them a mission, and she starts hitting them, and they're cussing. You know, they're, they're not yeah. bad cuss words, but they're just cuss words. She's hitting them, and every, every time, time she'd hit them, every time she'd hit them, they'd cuss again. She hit them again. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that is a great – and that's where that great line, and you actually – uh, brought it up, I think, in the last spot or in, in the podcast that's airing right now. Which, by the way, um, as we record this, the one that just released is our top ten Van Halen songs. Oh, so yeah. go check that out. Uh, which is episode five. Yeah, so go back and check out episode five. But episode five is where you mentioned we got both kinds of music. Country and Western. <laughs> which came from that movie. It did come from that movie. That is true. But yeah, just a just a great movie, and you talk about some people showing up in this movie. You know, oh my gosh! It's I mean Ray cameo. Charles, Ray Charles, Aretha yes. Franklin. Um, who else? Oh man, I'm drawing blanks right now on that one. I, those two, those yeah. th- those are two musical icons. Yep, I love that. And they're like, I don't see me like be any life left in these keys. No life. You don't Yeah, he just starts jamming. He just jams yeah. in that. Yeah. Um, you better think, think. <laughs> <laughs> go on, Chris, go on. Um, so the, the, the next one I'm going to bring up is um, uh, 
Smokey and the Bandit 2. I, I really, really like this sequel also. It's a good I sequel. I, dude, the Burt Reynolds, Dom DeLuise duo in the 80s, so late 70s and 80s yeah. was... And they're in another one that's on this list yes. too later. Yes. Uh, but yes, Dom DeLuise and, and playing the veterinarian... Or no, he wasn't. He, no, he, he wasn't. was Captain he, Chaos. Yeah. Oh no, not in Smoking the Bandit. Oh, too. Oh no, no, no. That's right. You're right. He was a veterinarian. Yes. Was he, he was a veterinarian, yeah. or was he just like a, a a regular doctor or something? That maybe he was just a regular I doctor. Can't but he was taking care of the elephants. But he was taking care of the elephant. Yeah. Uh, but yes, Dom DeLuise and Burt Reynolds, apparently great friends, got him in on this. And of course, you had the great Jackie Gleason coming back to do, uh, you know. Buford T. Justice. Buford T. Justice. <laughs> Almost a Buford Pusser, which that's a totally different kind of movie right yeah, there. Uh, yeah, that, but That dude. Uh, but yeah, really, all, and you know he didn't have a script. He didn't. I mean, it, I watched They basically wound him up and let him go. That's exactly and what And he happened. plays that character. The ad-libs he does. I mean, gut-busting funny. They are. On those, especially those first two movies he was in. Now he was funny in the the third one, which is later on. But the, the, to me, the first two are untouchable. They're just they really fantastic are. movies. Both of them are good. Yep. Another sequel, Cheech and Chong's next movie. Yep. I mean, if you're not in a the drive-in drug, classic, if you're not in the drug culture, and I get it, not a big deal. I'm not really in the drug culture either, but. Cheech and Chong. Well, they, they were, were funny. They were hilarious, man. You know. And next movie just <laughs> somebody stole the stuff I already stole. Is <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that the one that has uh, red in it? Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. Yeah, it's a funny one. Cheech plays uh two. He plays his cousin Red. Yeah, plays his cousin Red, and uh, it's hilarious. Great. And that's that's the first movie with Pee Wee Herman, wasn't it? You know, I think it was because he was in that one, and then he was in Nice Dreams, which is yeah. later in the eighties, but. Yeah, he, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he was the he right. was the uh, the guy running the hotel. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so another one on my list, used cars. I love that movie. That is an un- <laughs> to me an underrated comedy classic. <laughs> Kurt Russell, yes, is uh, it's just a great movie. I, it, it is a. <laughs> Yeah, there's the so many dude, things. That, the dude couldn't do red cars. He couldn't be around red cars. Yeah. And he's out there and he's at night. And it's like, and we've got this beautiful maroon car. And that black guy's like, that ain't red. That SOB's That ain't maroon. That SOB red. <laughs> and he freaks out <laughs> on freaks top of out. the car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. You got anything else on there? The nude bomb. I don't. That was Get Smart. It was Maxwell Smart. That was the movie from for Get okay. Smart. Okay, okay. I mean, I'm I loved sure. I loved Get Smart. Oh, that I did show too. Was hilarious. Yeah, but I don't remember that movie though. You don't remember him driving the dead gum easy chair down the street? I mean, <laughs> I, dude, I, I guess you that need to watch it. My, I mean, it's it's not great, I'm but it sure was Maxwell Smart. It. I'm sure so. I saw it because. You know, back in 1980, what options did we have but to go to the movies on Friday nights? That's what we did. That's what we did. That's and why we know all of these movies, guys. Except for that one. Apparently, I moved that out of my brain to put something else in. Um, okay, so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna wind up my part of this with uh, Stir Crazy. Uh, what Stir Crazy? Which that's not uh, even a 1980, dude. Yeah, it is. Stir Crazy is 1980. Oh, it is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Misread the uh, Gene Wilder, 
Richard Pryor. And they had several movies like this. They were a good they duo. They were a good duo together. And this, <laughs> this, I can't remember if this is the first one, but it is one it, of the better it ones. It is one of the first ones. Uh, but it's, it's absolutely hilarious. And so I've closed out the 80s. You got any more from 1980? I do. I do. Seems like old times. Seems Another like Chevy Chase. Neil Simon. Uh, Chevy Chase. Uh, yep. Goldie Hawn. Yep. Uh, that was a good duo. Um, and Up the Academy. Up the Academy, which we've talked about on other podcasts. Up the Academy is one uh, of my favorite movies of yeah. all time. Not but, a not not technically a great movie, but we loved it. Yeah. And I, one that I, I did not watch in 1980, but I watched later in life, and that's uh, Where the Buffalo Roam. And that was, if you've seen Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, Hunter S. Okay. Thompson. Hunter S. Thompson. But Bill Murray plays Hunter S. Thompson in this oh, one. Oh, yeah. Of, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm going to have to see that. Pretty good. Okay. Guys, we're going to come back, and we're going to look at the year 1981 right after this. Hey, guys. We're back on the Retro Show podcast with Butch and Chris, and we are going through our favorite comedy movies year by year from the 1980s. And now we're to 1981. And uh, Chris, what you got, man? Cannonball Run. Cannonball Run. Yep, I'd mark that one too. To, to, to that that is, you know, those kind of movies. There was one that came out in '76. This was Captain Chaos. Yes, this was Don DeLuise's Captain, <laughs> Captain Chaos. Captain Chaos. <laughs> and hello, uh, JJ. <laughs> but you talk about a who's who of Hollywood. Yes. Uh, Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr. Um, oh man, some of the names are escaping me out, but it was just a, a who's who of Hollywood. Yep. In in that movie, and it uh, the, was the guy hilarious. that played. Uh, he didn't play Radar. He played. On Klinger. Match. He played the Sheik. Klinger. Yes. He played he was the, the Sheik. Sheik. The Sheik actually made it into he a lot a, of those yeah. movies. Yeah. Um, but yes, Jamie Farr. Jamie Farr. That's who it is, yeah. Jamie Farr. He played the Sheik in there. But, yes, uh, basically it's it's an illegal – actually based on a real the illegal – gumball rally. Called, yeah, yeah, that was a coast-to-coast uh, race. And basically the rules of the race are kind of what was in the movie. You had uh, that – you set your own speed limit, your own route to get there, but whoever got – from usually it was like starting in New York City and ending in Long Beach Pier in California was the winner in the shortest amount of time. In the shortest amount of because time because they didn't all take off at the same time. No, nope, so it was just it's a time based. Yep. So, uh, yeah, that that was the whole uh, premise behind that. But it's based. But that's an actual real event that took place mm-hmm. from time to time, and they made this movie about it. And it was it's highly entertaining. That's it what is, I'm it is say. hysterical. It is um, Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. One of his first, yes. One of his first movies. Yes, playing a Japanese guy. Which, yeah. <laughs> go figure. Uh, yeah, go figure. Uh, <laughs> the next one on my list is a favorite of mine, and my dad loved this movie too, which surprised me. I hope it's the one I've got. It's marked. Caveman. Yes. Dad loved that movie. Okay, so <laughs> my dad, we didn't have a V. Dad wasn't going to spend money on a VCR. Y'all had that. What was we it? had a laser disc. It was a laser. disc player. Yeah, yes, laser disc. And but they were when he bought it, they were discontinuing them. <laughs> so that's why he got it cheap. My dad always in the hunt for a bargain, uh, and he so he gets this thing and brings it home. Well, uh, we had a place in town that rented all these different movies and stuff on these discs, 
and Caveman was one of them. And, well, they ended up, when they were discontinuing those, they just sold their inventory of rental. So Dad bought, like, 40 of these things, probably for 20 bucks or something. Yeah. And, Cave, and Caveman was one of them. And Dad absolutely loved that movie. It was, it was I saw it in the theater. Of course, I saw a lot of yeah. these movies yeah. we're talking about. Yeah, I theater. saw that one in the theater, but he, but he brought that home was, on. It was funny to watch. Yeah. I mean, it's... I mean, the, the dialogue is horrible. You know, they talk in caveman talk. Yeah. But it is Ringo Starr from the Beatles, his screen debut, I guess, besides yeah. what he did with the Beatles. Besides what he did with the Beatles. Uh, and pretty funny. It was funny. Yeah. It was funny. Uh, what you got next? History of the World Part 1. I had it marked. Mel Brooks. <laughs> uh, listen, there are so many things that are just... Mel Brooks is a genius. He is a comedic genius, and, and this was funny, funny. My favorite funny. one, my, my favorite part was probably the French Revolution part where he was yeah. the king. Yes, where he was the king. <laughs> it's, it's good to be. It's, the, it's good to be the king. Good to be the king. Which, if you watch that, you'll you'll know what I mean. But kind of an unsung hero in that scene is Harvey Corman. Uh, most people know him from the Carol Burnett show. Yes. But he just takes abuse from Mel Brooks today. It's just <laughs> absolutely one of the funniest movies. But it starts, it's like great moments of history, yep. you know, uh, part one. So it's like little vignettes. That that, I think they spent the most time on, on the Roman Empire. Yes, which there is. There was a lot of. <laughs> that was Gregory so funny. Hines. Gregory Hines is so funny yep. in that. Yes. He is. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm looking here. Okay. Uh, Porky's. Yeah, that's that's a classic. That's uh, you my know, dad I, try, loved I tried that one to get too. my son to watch this with me later, and he just got up and left. I was like, "Dad, yeah. you're not even giving it a chance." Yeah. Man, this movie is hysterical. Here's the thing about Porky's: is yes, it's a lot of uh, what would be considered offensive screwball jokes, comedy, and stuff like that. But there's actually kind of an undercurrent storyline. It's kind of serious in there. And that was the guy that was anti-Semitic towards one of the guys mm-hmm. in there. And it was played serious on it, that part of it. It really was. And, and, it, so, and it, it had a really good lesson in there. It really did. It was good. Uh, and, and my dad loved that movie. I think because it reminded him. That's about the time he grew up. You know. Yeah, my dad too. So, yeah, and he so, loved it. Yeah, he that loves that hilarious. movie. Um, what you got next? Modern Problems. Modern Problems. Chevy, Chevy, Chevy Chase. Chase. Yeah, boy, he was on a tear he was, throughout man. the 80s. He, they, that, that's a funny movie. He gets somehow de- drenched with some kind of radioactive slime, and he's mm-hmm. got mind powers, and after that, it oh, just, it's funny. It is hilarious. It is funny. Um, Daphne Coleman's in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some of my favorite things. Roots. The book, not that television. <laughs> <laughs> Roots. Roots. Uh, uh, next one on my list is Stripes. Man. Uh, guys, a lot of these movies we're saying, that, that that's a classic. It is. And Stripes it's the first time I ever saw John Candy uh, out uh, in a movie role. Now, I'd seen him on, like, what, SCTV and stuff. Yes. But that's the first movie role I saw John Candy in. He gets off that bus and looks in the picture. Hope this is close to the mess hall. How's it going when I saw her? <laughs> oh, listen, that movie, to this day, I'll watch it. And literally, even though I know the jokes are there, I, I know what jokes are coming, I will belly laugh 
through that entire movie. But Stripes got Bill Murray, Harold, Harold Ramis. Uh, start to build, they're both down and out guys living in New York City, and they think. And Bill Murray's watching this ad about joining the army, so they join the army and just going through basic training and basically end up almost winning the Cold War by yeah. the end of it. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, but my favorite scene may be the scene with uh, where they're all gathered around and the guy that plays Psycho. Any you guys touch my stuff, I kill you. Any you call me Francis. I'll okay. kill you. Lighten up, Francis. Lighten up, Francis. <laughs> Sergeant Hulka. Yeah, our big toe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what you got next? Nice Dreams. <laughs> Cheech and Chong. Cheech and nice Chong dream. was on a tear, too, during the yeah. early 80s. Those yep. first three movies are, yep. are hilarious. Uh, I, up and um, Still Smoking, which we're going to talk about later. I've got it marked later, I'm sure. But, I mean, it was it was okay. Yeah. It was There was a lot, really, their stand-up more, mm-hmm. yeah, more so it was. Than, it was. than anything else. But... Yeah, these first three movies are hilarious. Not going to delve too much into that. That's all I've got. Uh, 1982, as we kick off, I'm going to go ahead and throw out one that was... It was equal parts drama and uh, comedy. Because I think there was as much drama as there was comedy in this. And that was Fast Times at Ridgemont High. (laughs) Even though the comedy stuff was hilarious. There were actual serious subjects being dealt with throughout the movie. And they did a good job with that. They did. They really so, did. Uh, yeah, when you can take a movie and kind of mix you know, that, and it still comes out pretty good. But that was a great movie. And the soundtrack is fantastic. It's just fantastic. So what you got for 40, 82? 48 hours. 48 Eddie, hours. Eddie Murphy's really kind of first breakout role. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he was an SNL, SNL star. Yeah. But this was his first big movie. Yeah, and him and Nick Nolte play off each other. They play off. It's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. So, what was it? so the premise of that is he was a prisoner. He had forty eight hours out. Yes, it, the deal was he had he had been on a bank heist or something mm-hmm. with two guys that broke out of prison. Right. And the money was supposed to be there, and he had the money hidden, and they were trying to find his. I guess his vehicle is where the money right. was stashed, and. Nick Nolte's a cop. They kill his one one of his cop friends, and he's out for blood. Mm, and he okay. goes and gets Eddie Murphy out of jail to to help him find it. And Eddie Murphy is hilarious. You know that, that's funny. Is that <laughs> and and you're going to see this throughout this list. And I just mentioned one that is kind of a mix of comedy and drama or a dramedy. Um, is that a lot of these were mixtures of genres there, mm-hmm. where you had like the buddy cop movie. <clears throat> Very much with a comedic bent in, in 48 Hours. You had the screwball comedies like all the airplanes and, and right. stripes and stuff like that. But a lot of these are like, you know, mixtures of, of different things. Like you might have an adventure or a science fiction comedy or something like that. So, yeah. There's several on this list. Yeah, um, I, I have to go because I thought it was not as good. But for a sequel, it was pretty good as Airplane 2. Oh, I loved it. I yeah, <laughs> I still loved it. Uh, you know, it, it was the same. It was basically the same thing yep. as the first day. You know, why mess with success? Yep. Um, one thing I remember is the guy that played Johnny. And that dude, he. <laughs> what do you make of this, Johnny? This I can make a hat, a brooch, or a pterodactyl. Give yeah. me that. <laughs> 
So, yeah, and, and tell you, can you describe the plate? Well, it looks, it's red and, and, and white, and it looks like a big Tylenol. You know, it's like. <laughs> it's May Day. May Day, what is it? Well, it's the Russian New Year. We'll yeah. have hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, uh, airplane, and, and, the, and when they had William Shatner playing, and, when you know, if you remember the old Star Trek, when the doors would open, it made that yep. sound. And so he'd walk up and go, to the doors and they would open up and then and then close. I mean, it was it was it was great. That's just a great sight gags, and and like I said, just dad jokes on steroids. I, I highly recommend it. Yep. What you got next? Um, it is a sequel, and I did like it. I don't. It, it's a comedy, but it's a musical. I know. Grease too. I had it marked too, man. Grease too. I, I liked Grease because yeah. back then, I mean, Grease came out. I was probably. 11, oh, it was big. 11 yeah. or so, and it was on at the theater. We had two cinemas. I mean, like two theaters in one. Yeah. <laughs> two two screens. That's two it. Two screens, and that was it. And, and it played and, for how long? And you met your girlfriend at the movies on Fridays. Yes, It played did. forever. Yeah. It played forever. I, 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 I can turn that soundtrack on and sing every song. Yeah. I really can. But yeah, Grease 2... I liked it too. You know, I, you know... That was a people. very young Michelle Pfeiffer. Yes, yes it was. And, uh, okay, let me see. 82, 82. Night Shift. I liked Night Shift. Night, uh, that was Henry Winkler. Yep. Different role for him after yeah. the Fonz. I mean. And uh, uh, Michael Keaton. Yep. And those two were great together. By the way, met Henry Winkler. Really? Yeah. Uh, took the boys to a one of these Comic-Cons where they had, like, celebrities. That you uh-huh. could meet. Yeah. Nicest human being he se- he seems like a really just nice a legit guy. and dude and, and guys I just want to tell you that was cool for me because Chris can tell you growing up the show Happy Days was a huge the cultural er- thing the, the early Happy Days not the, the early not Happy not Days the old, not the yes. Jenny, uh, uh, Joni loves Chachi stuff we well uh, you know, the term jump the shark <laughs> yes it came from Happy Days came from Happy Days from the episode where Fonzie jumps a shark on a motorcycle and in said, a leather jacket and powder blue swim trunks yes but the leather jacket <laughs> stayed on that and that's when it did jump the shot but but the fonz the character he played on there was huge and kids we just we just thought it was the most awesome thing ever it you was. know when you're in fifth grade that's that's like the coolest dude in the world it was but night shift is great it's two guys that work in a morgue <laughs> together and it's just i mean yes it it's it, it's a it's a hilarious movie so good, yes night shift flick. Uh, the next one is actually a stand-up, and it was Richard Pryor yep. live on the Sunset yep. Strip. Now I'm going to tell y'all a story. You're like in '82, how you weren't old enough to see a '17 movie. Well, here's the deal. Back in those days, I went to the movie every Friday and Saturday night. That's what we did. Went to the movies, and then after the movies, we walked down to McDonald's. Yep. All the all the. Uh, the normal people ate at McDonald's, but Butch and I would run across, across. four lanes of traffic to Taco Bell. That's that right. is back when Taco Bell was actually owned by Taco Bell. And, and it, it was, was good. It was really good. And they had the Enchirito. Thank yep, you very they much. Did, they did. I'm they, still mad that they don't have the Enchirito yeah, anymore. They, they screwed that up anyway. Yeah. But um, that's what you did. And yeah. and my dad, when he if it was an R-rated movie, he would go up and buy the ticket and then get us in. And and uh, Ronnie Gates's brother Bob Bobby Gates was working yeah. up there, and I had to come in. He had to come up there, and he come up there. And he, he, of course, back then in Conway, everybody knew 
everybody. Everybody knew everybody. He walked up and he said, Bobby, I am not coming up here every week to buy a ticket for him. He can see whatever the hell he wants to see. <laughs> and from then, it was like There's <laughs> Willie Walker's can... golden ticket. Yeah. Yay! So, yeah, I saw Richard Pryor live on the Sunset Strip. Sure oh, did. Oh, man. And but, Richard yeah. Pryor was, was huge comedic. Well, com- com- comedian. And that leads me stand up to my next one, The Toy. Also Richard Pryor and Jackie Gleason. Yes. That is, uh, yes. There's not a whole lot I can quote from that movie. What do you mean, movie. U.S.? That's yeah. U.S. U.S. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's... that. <laughs> but Great yes, flick. That great is flick. a really, really good movie. That is a good movie. Also with some heart in it. It did. It did. And so, yeah, Um, guys, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and we're going to look at the year 1983 in movies. And we'll be back right after this. Hey, Chris, guess what? What? Did you know we have producers? We do. Podcast. We We do. do. And we love them. But the thing about about the producers on this show, they don't get told nothing. That's right. (laughs) If you want to support the podcast, go to RetroShow.net and click support the podcast it's right up there in the menu let's go down these names here of these fine upstanding uh beautiful individuals obviously of good taste absolutely yes that support this podcast uh that's lnc corporation you do not cross lnc that you do not cross the lnc corporation that's for sure that's right norton 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 Chris Listen, B. Listen, Norton, I know you've been looking at me. So, <laughs> Chris B. Chris B. Yep. Nancy Schwartz. Nancy Schwartz. Yeah. Josh Ramsey. Fran Adams. E.M. Bradford the Behemoth Mason. Bradford Brad. <laughs> and of course, the original, the first supporter we ever had. Yep. Tanya Holland. Tanya Holland. You right. will always be number one. Always in our be hearts. number one, Tanya. So, uh, guys, if you would like to support us, it's $3 a month. You can go to RetroShow.net, click Support the Podcast, and find out more. Now, Chris, we also have a $1.5 million a month level, too. And I'm waiting for that one. I am, man. Yeah, I wish because, I would just come through. Didn't yeah, I? because I figured we'd split $18 million because they had to commit to a year to that. And then, no. and then we're done. Bill uh, we Gates, Dollar, Donald Trump, yeah. one of you big billionaires. Now, somebody's got more money than sense, please. Yeah. <laughs> Sign up for that deal. Listen, we love all of you, and we thank you for supporting the podcast. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right, we're back on the Retro Show, and Chris, we are looking at some of our favorite movies from the 1980s. And we're now at 1983. I wasn't finished with 82. You weren't finished with 82? Then we are going to finish 82. (laughs) It's the last one on the list. And then we're going to go to 1980. Man, I'm sorry. I should ask if that was... Zapped. Zapped. With Scott Bayo. With Scott Bayo. It was good. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of like the Modern Problems deal. You got some kind of special yeah. mind powers. It was It was funny. It was and that, and it had video games in it. It did. Yeah. So I love video that. games. Uh, but going to 83, so I have to mention this story right here. I did not see this in the theaters. I saw it two years after it came out, and then everybody in the world did. Yeah, and so cool. my story on this is involves Mr. Curtis sitting over here because at the time I was working overnights at a radio station. So I would get in at like seven, eight o'clock and go to bed. And at nine thirty he's beating on my door and says, Butch, you've got to come watch this movie. You got it, you got no, I don't care. Get up. You gotta come watch this movie. And that movie is a Christmas story. It is 
A classic. And it was in the summer they were showing it, and it seemed like it was on every day on HBO. I think HBO. we had HBO. It was on HBO every yeah. single day that summer. And so we would watch it anytime it was on. And it was one of those movies that went on to actually, it was a flop at the box office. Really? Yes. It I did not do that. well. But because of put HBO. It out in July. <laughs> yeah. Well, but because of HBO, yeah. it got this new life, and people said, oh, this is fantastic. And I mean, and they showed it all the time. Who plays his dad in that movie? That uh, that's Darren McGavin. He yeah. played Kolchak the Night Stalker in the Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but it's a major yeah. award. It's a major award. <laughs> that is such a quotable movie. It is. But, uh, you know, even though they have shown it every year at Christmas, they have the marathon every year. I watch it. I do too. You know. And you uh, can leave the room. And then come back two hours later and pick up right where you left off yeah, because it's running 24 you've hours. You've seen it. You know it. You love it. It is a Christmas story. What you got? Uh, you know, I don't know that I saw. I did not see this in the theater, but my parents had a copy of it. And my dad absolutely loved this and love him or hate him. Bill Cosby himself, that is a hilarious stand-up. You know, you got to give credit where credit's due. That is that and is very clean. Yeah. There's no cussing in it no, whatsoever. And it's absolutely hilarious. Yeah, it is hilarious. Yeah. So we uh, won't spend too much time on that. We but. won't spend too much time on that. Uh, <laughs> moving on, uh, let me see, 83. I had a few on my list. Mr. Mom. Michael Can Keaton. Now, this is before he was known as Batman. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Uh, he was Mr. Mom, and it is a very it's eighty. Yeah, when this came out, I, you know, it was one of those. It's just Michael Keaton being early Michael Keaton, which was always comedic. He actually got his chops as a comedic actor, and yeah, th this movie is great. It's got Terry Gar in it. Uh, oh, what's that guy's name? Uh, you know, we're getting old, and we keep doing that. Yeah, I know, I know. But uh, but yeah, I can't. I just can't remember. But yeah. it, 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 somebody's screaming because they know who we're talking about at the radio. It's so and so. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Mister Mom, uh, great movie, uh, hilarious. Got a lot of heart in it too. It's it's just a good movie. What you got next? Oh uh, well, an instant classic and another Chevy Chase. National Lampoon's Vacation. You know this is on my short list because I sent you because we text each other with with show ideas. We one, talk about three times a week, too. So yeah. Even when we're not doing a podcast. We're, we're still talking. And I was like, man, we got to do Vacation just as a deep dive movie because yeah. that is so funny. Is, Harold Ramis directed. Did he really? I didn't realize yeah, that. Harold Ramis directed. But you talk about some funny scenes in there. You got Eugene Levy as the car dealer. Oh, you think you hate it now, but wait till you drive it. <laughs> I'm telling you, if you're taking the whole tribe across country, this is your automobile. Yeah. <laughs> that is such a iconic, hilarious movie. Imogene Coca, who is, you know, uh, just just a great uh, actress from the 50s. You know, she was an early TV pioneer yep. in this movie. Uh, the scene, I still crack up because uh, it's a terrible joke with the dog. It is. And, but yeah, you can't help but laugh. And I mean, even with her, <laughs> when the aunt dies, still <laughs> hilarious. It's like, that's terrible, but I'm laughing. Yep. You know, uh, but it, it is a, and of course, Cousin Eddie. Dude, that, that <laughs> you quote him all the time. I mean, you quote him all the time. We do quote him all the time. I mean, it's just. 
from this movie, from the next movies, I mean, yeah. it, it, he's he's an iconic character. Real tomato ketchup, Eddie? <laughs> Nothing but the best. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> but there are some, yeah, just absolutely. I don't know why they call this stuff Hamburger Helper. It does just fine by itself. <laughs> But yes, it, but this is the one that kicked off the whole vacation franchise, and it it, it is a classic. Uh, it, if you've been if you've never seen it before, which I find hard to believe, it's uh, Chevy plays Clark Griswold, and he is taking his family across country in a station wagon from Chicago to California, and it's just one misadventure after misadventure, yep. nothing ever goes right except for christy Brinkley when a red ferrari yeah but (laughs) you know but that that was just you're doing 80 doesn't feel like it doesn't (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh, man yeah but that is a that's absolutely a classic uh another one that's on the list here uh, is uh risky business Great that 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 really started Tom Cruise's. It career. did. It, it kind of started his whole career. He he'd been in a couple of things before. I think The Outsiders or something like that. This, was he in Out? He, he was, was in he? Outsiders. I, I think, think he was. was. Now was that after Risky Business? I don't think so. I think you're right. I think you know it was what? before. You just keep talking. I got this. Uh, but Risky Business, Tom Cruise. It's it, it it's hilarious. Uh, I'm trying to think of the guy's name. Is it Curtis? I can't think of the actors. Gosh, I'm terrible at that. But he plays his friend in there. The guy who played Booger in uh, Revenge of the Nerds. Plays it says his it best came friends. out in 83 also. Yeah. So No, with Outsiders. Yeah. But, yeah, Risky Business to Tom Cruise, Rebecca De Mornay. Um, great, great movie. What you got next? Uh, I'm sorry. I caught him looking at his phone. You, <laughs> I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip the next uh, stand-up. Because it was, I saw it in the theater also. But um, I'll go Stroker Ace. Stroker Ace. Burt Reynolds. Can't yep. go wrong. And Dom that, DeLuise. Uh, yes. It was that the, the, the stuntman? No, that was that Hooper. That was Hooper. That was Hooper. Yeah. Stroker but Ace. Stroker Ace. Race got a mean streak two feet. Wide. Oh, yeah. He's a NASCAR yes. driver. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was the first time he was with Lonnie Anderson. Yes. Wasn't it? Yes. They ended up getting married after that movie. I don't but, know that they got married after that movie, but... Yeah. Pow! Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, Lonnie Anderson in there, Dom DeLuise, uh, Stroker Ace. It was a Burt Reynolds comedy. Burt Reynolds was on a tear during this time, too, and it, which leads me to my next one. Also, Burt Reynolds, Smoking the Bandit Part 3. Not the best entry in there, but He's still... He's not in that movie. Oh, that's right! It's Jerry Reed. It's Jerry Reed, and then Jackie Gleason playing every version of... Buford T. Justice and his brothers and cousins. Yeah. Uh, really, it's not the greatest entry in that, but I have a soft spot for the characters in there. So that's why I just had to bring that up. So uh, what you got next? That's it for 83. Oh, okay. Really and truly, I mean, uh, I got one more okay. in there, and that would be Trading Places. Did I miss that? I did miss that. I'm sorry. If Dan Aykroyd, I, yes, that, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> and again, Eddie Murphy is a comedic genius. Yes, he really and, is. He and, is and like I said, he really, really the 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 '80s were very good. Yes, to Eddie Murphy. Did you notice he didn't do any movies like this later on, mm-hmm. um, where they were a lot of filth talking and stuff right. like that? 
um, after he had children yeah. until later in life. Yeah. And then he, he went back to it. But, um, yeah, I can't believe I missed that movie. Okay, so now, if we're ready to move to 1984, we have a lot from 1984. <laughs> At least I do on this list. So, yeah. uh, uh, what you got? Uh, number one. Definitely number one in my heart. John Hughes, he, this was kind of his first big one. And then he goes so. on a tear through the rest of the eight. Sixteen Candles. Sixteen Candles is absolutely... It it's is. another very quotable movie. You quote, I quote stuff from that all oh, the time. Uh, gosh, let's just look. It's kind of the earliest versions of the Brat Pack that you start yep. to see in there. Anthony Michael Hall, uh, Molly Ringwald... Yeah. Um, you have John, John Cusack in Joan it. Joan Cusack. Cusack. Joan <laughs> yeah, okay. Trying uh, try to sight gags like that. John Hughes tapped into something he at did. that point he that did. we connected with because all of the archetypes of the nerds yep. and the and the popular kids and everything we identified with. He got what the social structure was like in public schools in the 1980s. And that's exactly how it was. And that's how it was. And he would go on with that with more of a serious one, which I think is coming up later, The Breakfast Club, which much more serious movie. It, but, but still funny. But and, still funny. But it was he. It's those same archetypes he used in kind of a that situation. But man, 16 Candles. Listen, Getty Watanabe playing long duck dog is just i mean I, what i mean i looked at his name yeah and you <laughs> say his name again getty watanabe getty watanabe yeah i i, I just couldn't pull it and <laughs> <laughs> but the grandparents in there are just i mean who has not been embarrassed by members of their oh family oh my gosh and it's just and i think i mentioned that when i was talking about meeting seeing your parents at the gun show yeah i mean that's oh, I, this is exactly what it, it reminded it's me exactly of. it's it it's, it's what they were listen <laughs> dude i'm moving to that i'm telling you yeah. i see myself getting there so because you know i, I tell I, people at work all the time it's like man that's i was like man i, I do have a rabbit hole okay this. so i had a, a really really good friend of mine that went to uh NLU, which is now something else. Uh, it was Northeast Louisiana University in Monroe. Mm -hmm. And I would go down and hang out on the weekends. And I mean, Monroe is just a hotbed of clubs and all of this dance clubs. And we were bouncing from, from dance club to dance club. And we go in this one. I'm like, dude, I got to go to the bathroom. He's like, all right. And I'm walking into the men's room. And there is a dude standing outside of the men's room. I mean, not hanging around the men's room, but he's just leaning yeah. against the wall right there. Not in a bad way. And he looked just like Long Duck Dong. I'm not so sure it, it wasn't, wasn't him. But, you you know, you're going. Yeah. It, but for, but for you, you don't go up to someone and say, hey, man, you look like Long Duck Dong. Yeah, no, you don't. <laughs> not, especially not outside the men's room. Uh, <laughs> for all you ladies out there that's never been in a men's room, you know, there's urinals on the wall. And there were three. Mm -hmm. And I went to the first one. And my buddy Charles goes to the far one, yeah. which that's, that's kind of an unspoken rule in the men's room. You it is. You don't stand right next to each other if it's all at all possible. Unless it's just. And I said, I said, Charles, did you see that dude out there? He looked just like Long Duck. And I turned. And when I turned, he's standing between us. And I went, dong. And it, <laughs> he's just looking at me. And I'm looking at him. And I'm going, so let me get this straight. 
you're standing at a urinal and you turn and look at another guy and say dong oh uh, yeah I mean, uh, okay okay well that tells there, me you know we had the petitions there were petitions yeah, there you. but i mean gotcha. it was just one of those moments <laughs> that i will never forget <laughs> but 16 candles yeah I, I think that was one of my favorite movies of of the entire decade to be honest with you i'll be honest i, I I'm, I'm gonna I, I will bet a hundred dollars on what your next movie is bachelor party yeah also quote listen who knew that tom <laughs> hanks would go on to have this stellar, stellar, award-winning, serious roles. Still one of my favorite. That's probably but my favorite. Party. Tom, favorite Tom Hanks it is, movie. Yeah, is you know, uh, <laughs> Rick. I don't want any problems. Come on, just a little. You know, but he plays this total. I mean, the guy's a jerk. Let's just be honest with you. But he's hilarious. And his friends are jerks. And And his friends are jerks. But you're rooting for them because you know what? He's marrying Tony Katane. Because the other people that he's against are bigger jerks. He's he's like blue-collar, low-class. All his friends are low-class. And she is from money. Money. And the list that his dad just throws out there, he's having a talk with him. He looks at him just deadpan. Well, that's, that's quite a list, Mr. Thompson. And... I figure if I really apply myself, I can be a totally changed man by the time we finish lunch. Yes. <laughs> and that's early in the movie. Yes. And, it's just, and they just keep coming. And he, but you would never suspect if you were just like back then and you go, no, oh, this guy's going to win, you know, like Oscars. No, he's not. You know? yeah, but he did. <laughs> but he did. Uh, because it wasn't too far after this that he really started to get good, solid, good roles in movies. Um, so what you got next? Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop. You got to have that in there. Eddie Murphy, like I said, on. Yep. Which was all over the radio it and every was, that thing is instrumental. And that uh, that is that is probably, in my opinion, Eddie Murphy's greatest role. It is. It I is. I mean, it's with one Axel of the best Foley, yeah. it, that's his greatest role. And I mean, he he really did a great job in Forty Eight Hours. Mm-hmm. But when he did this this really made him into a superstar. Yeah, it did. I mean, he was he was a superstar after this movie. Um, I'm going to say Ghostbusters. Oh, great flick. Because it's cla- not not the not the women version and nothing against women, but there was no reason to remake that movie. Uh, it was there was no reason to remake that the, the one now the the one that the most recent one that That's was what a I'm direct about. sequel. No, there's a one that came out at is after Ghostbusters Afterlife. I haven't seen that. Okay. Good? Excellent. Oh, I'll check it, it, it out. It's very much... It was written to the fans of the original two movies. It, it was written for that. It is a great movie. Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Um, who's that guy? Harold, Harold Ramis. Ramis. Harold Ramis. And yeah. who was the fourth? Oh, uh, <laughs> oh Annie. Uh, uh, Ernie Hudson, who, who I've met. Ernie really? Yeah. But you just meet all kinds of people. I do. Uh, well, you know, you take these kids to these comic cons and you'll yeah. run into some people every man, once that's in a while. Awesome. But Ernie, as, as a matter of fact, his wife was there because I don't know if you've ever been to these comic cons before, but when you have a celebrity there, there's a line. You can either just go up and shake their hands and meet them, but the boys wanted their photo made. So, so a transaction takes place. They ain't there for free. Okay. You know, there's, you know they can make some serious coin just taking selfies with people so um but the boys really wanted because they're big ghostbusters fans uh, my two sons so uh we're in line and his wife is the one kind of taking them and i, and she, I said you guys you know i just strike up a conversation 
Uh, well, the boys are getting this, like, she's like, yeah, you got any good places for can go eat? So I was recommending because they're staying in downtown Little Rock. Yeah, go to the Flying Fish. Do you like seafood? Go to the Flying Fish. You know, and, you know, so I, th- that was kind of a cool moment. Yeah. You know? But yeah, um, uh, but Ghostbusters also has some great lines in to me, the most, it, it's just the one I think of, not the funniest line in the whole movie, but it's Dan Aykroyd. It's the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. <laughs> I'm sorry. How couldn't they? How couldn't Yeah. <laughs> Choose the destroyer. You know. I was a kid. <laughs> Choose the form the destroyer would take. <laughs> I couldn't help it. Yeah. I mean, I, I sleep with a woman that sleeps above her covers. Yeah. Four feet above her covers. Yeah. <laughs> Ghostbusters was, and it was a huge movie. It huge was. Huge movie. That came out about the time I graduated, and it was it was big. What you got next? Cannonball Run 2. Cannonball Run 2. I mean, it's more the same, but still a, 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 a an even bigger cast. Dean Martin's last role. Was it really? Yep. Did he die shortly mm-hmm. after that? Uh, no, he lived for a while. That was his last movie. Role, he just though. didn't do yeah, it. Yeah, he, he he didn't do any more. I mean, Frank that. Sinatra made an appearance with that yep. movie. Um, okay. uh, Charles Nelson Riley. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Uh, Telly yeah. Savalas. Oh, he, yeah. Jaime. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> it. It is such a good movie. Tony Danza and Mel Tellis yeah. are driving with Clyde, basically, in yeah. the limo. Remember in the front? You remember his, yes. he got it from his from uh, their uncle, right? And he wanted the, the Clyde starts beating him up. He's like, "You can have the limo, boys, but you take this damn monkey with you." <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. The, 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 it, it was uh, once again just a, a who's who of Hollywood. It was old and new. It's like everybody wanted to be a part of that movie. Yes, and it, it it's once again a cross country road trip, and it was it it just like I said, it was. The same plot as Cannonball Run one, but it was you know. You know, it seems like every every um, score. Now I'm I'm using an old term. Every twenty years or so, uh, Hollywood will do a movie like this. Mm-hmm. In the '60s, it was it's a mad 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 world, which is a I yep. mean a treasure trove of old Hollywood. Hollywood. Some of the last times you saw some, yes, like the yes. Three Stooges and. All of these. Jimmy Durante. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I know we're going Spencer down the road. Tracy. Spencer Tracy. Yeah. Yep. Don Knotts. Yep. Um, oh, gosh. Um, had a cameo in there. <laughs> he, had, he did the muscular dystrophy. <laughs> oh, Jerry Lewis. Jerry Lewis yeah. does a cameo in that movie. Right. I mean, it's just yeah. actor after actor after actor after actor just pops up in this movie. And if you've never seen it, I highly recommend it. It was in it. the 60s. In the 70s, it was Gumball Rally. Yes. So, yes, you're right. About every 10 to 20 years, yep. they reboot this idea of a cross-country road race. And I think yep. they did one like in the early two, late 90s or early Well, 2000s. I mean, that wasn't actually a road race. Uh, a yeah. mad, mad, mad world. Mad, 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 world. Oh, that's world. right. They're Jimmy just trying, is, it, it, they're, they're on a treasure hunt. Yeah, he tells them there's this money and it's under this big W. Yeah. And then he, my dad always thought it was hilarious because right there at the end he dies and there's a bucket there and he kicks it with his leg. Yeah, and he kicks Kick, it with kicks his leg. The kicks the bucket. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Yeah, it, it, yes. Uh, Gumball or, or Cannonball Run 2. Very funny. My, my next one, also Michael Keaton, and it, it's very much the screwball comedy kind of thing, and it's Johnny Dangerously, which is a parody of the old film noir mob movies. Yeah. Send up in there. Absolutely one of my all time oh, favorites. Yeah, so you got Michael Keaton, you got um, uh, Peter Boyle. 
Yes. Plays uh, Boss Dundee. And then uh, I'm trying to think of the guy that played um, Maroney. Maroney. And it's like, imagine every bad curse word, but you can get by with, you know, putting in, you know, you bunch of ice holes. You bunch, you, you bastages. <laughs> you bastages. I'm going to cut you bells off. You Fargan yeah. sneaky bastages. Yes. It is just, <laughs> it's like, did he cuss? Not one time. <laughs> no, no. But Maroney it, continued to slaughter the English language. <laughs> yes. But Johnny Dangerously is funny. And then... Uh, oh, Dom DeLuise has a cameo in that Yes. Movie. He played the Pope. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and so, and but, oh, I can't... He, Joe Piscopo. To yes. me, plays like uh, Johnny Dangerously's uh, arch enemy. Nemesis, yep. His nemesis in there, and <laughs> it's in, it's just sitting like the twenties, and he, they, him and his partner pull up to this thing, and he's like, "You can't park there. It's it's handicapped." I mean, they didn't have handicapped spaces in the twenties, no. but he's like, "I'm handicapped. I'm psychotic," and he puts this little thing up there with this little screwed up face, and yeah. <laughs> hangs it on the mirror. Yeah, yeah. Oh, funny, funny movie, Johnny Dangerously. What you got next? Uh, what year are we on? Uh, we are on 84. 84. Um, Romancing the Stone. Romancing the Stone. Yep. Uh, Michael Douglas. And um, Kath... No. Uh, what is her name? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile... That is sad. Uh, to the internet. Because she see. tore up the 80s, too, and now I can't yeah. think of her name. All I've got on my brain is Catherine Hepburn, and that just wasn't her. No, it wasn't her. Uh, <laughs> let me see here. Uh, Kathleen, Kathleen Turner, Turner yep. as soon as I brought it up. Danny DeVito yep. in that one. Uh, but yes, uh, Michael Douglas. Uh, it's kind of an adventure comedy. It is. It's very much an adventure comedy. It was kind of uh, kind of a, a take, you know, I don't think you would have had that movie without Indiana Jones. No, and I, that's exactly what I was thinking. I mean, when I said adventure, adventure comedy, yeah. I mean, it, it was it was kind of... Yeah, but it's not set in that time period. That no, Indiana Jones. It's but set you wouldn't day. have it. But it's still that whole kind of the pacing and everything. The 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 little getting out of trouble, yep. the sliding down. The thing. It very Indiana Jones like. Yes, in that. So what you got next? Revenge of the Nerds. Dude, that's another that's another quotable movie. That's another quotable movie, and we quote it a lot. We, we really do. And all you got to do from our era, if you bring up any quote from Revenge of the Nerds, we'll especially in our friend in our friend group, yeah. everybody's going to know what you're talking. Everybody's about. going to know what you're talking about. <laughs> but yeah, Revenge of the Nerds. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, oh, he was on ER, uh, and he had hair when he was <laughs> Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, uh, Anthony Edwards. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you had like uh, you had Anthony Edwards, you had uh, Robert Carradine, Robert Carradine. Uh, Curtis Armstrong, who was also in a lot of '80s movies. He was also Ogre? in Ogre. No, uh, the one who played Booger. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In there, yeah, he yeah. was in a lot of those movies. So it was uh, Ogre was in a yeah, lot of '80s uh, movies, but I can't remember. His Donald name. Gibb. Yeah, yeah. He usually played a heavy. Yeah, in a lot of those, <laughs> but he played a very comedic uh, guy in that one. But yes, the the uh, the, uh, the very picturesque dumb jock yes i mean extremely dumb as a box full dumb. of hammers <laughs> extremely dumb jock yeah uh, <laughs> but yeah great great movie hilarious um so you got anything uh off of this yeah yep. man top secret yep zucker brothers again yeah. the guys that brought you airplane airplane to top secret uh, i know a little about- german there he is he's sitting over there <laughs> You know, it's it's uh, yep. okay. So, 
it's so hard to explain this movie to you people. Can't. But just don't. Just go a, watch it. Just go watch Top Secret. But let me just go ahead and say Val Kilmer's that, one of his first roles, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Val Kilmer is a he kills in this movie. He does. Uh, there's a scene in a prison cell with his yeah, that I'm just I die when I see it. I uh, but yes, it that, is a, that and the two dudes in the cow suit. Yes, the two dudes in the cow suit. Yeah, <laughs> and the uh, you know we gotta go. Don't be in a hurry. <laughs> but yes, you have to. Yeah, but top secret. Uh, once again, a screwball comedy. Sight gags. Uh, and everything, but actually, uh, I hate to say more of a plot than airplane, but yeah, maybe a little. But it doesn't get in the way of the sight gags, the comedy, and it has like this big, huge, dramatic actor Omar Sharif, who was like big in some of these dr- dramas and stuff yep. in the '60s and '70s. Plays this in this comedy. Actually, he gets killed off in like the first ten minutes. Yeah, but, but it's still uh, great movie. Uh, top secret. Uh, I do. I have any more on this list? I don't on eighty four. I don't on eighty four. I mean, there, yeah, there are some movies on here, but I mean, we're pressed for time. Wait, <laughs> listen, we're I, we're already going to be Just, probably splitting this. We've already gone an hour, so I'm already going to say that this is going to be a two parter. Okay. Right? Well, let me before before we cut eighty four. I'm there's some honorable mentions on here that I just didn't yep. mention because we don't have time. But oh God, you devil! Yeah, George Burns plays God. Uh, this is a sequel. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. Uh, if you hadn't seen the Go- Oh God movies, they're really good. And then... Um, Police Academy. We Police forgot Acad- Police Academy. Uh, Police Academy is, is a classic also, but they beat a dead horse to death. Yeah, but that first one, <laughs> the first is, one is so is funny. Yeah, that's another um, great... Great screwball comedy. This is Spinal Tap, which is pretty yeah. funny. I didn't watch it till later in life, but it I didn't either. Funny. But when you watch it, it's, it's it's I like that kind of humor too. And there's a very very young, um, oh crap, uh, from NCIS. Oh, the lead in NCIS. Yeah. What is? Um, Jesus, I watch it every day. Uh, yeah, I, I know what you mean. Uh, Teachers is the movie. Yeah, yeah, and it's really good. Anyway, folks, we are going to take a Mark short Harmon. break. Mark Harmon. Mark yeah, Harmon. Yes. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gibbs. 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 Actually, I just screwed up because he's not in teachers. I was he was he's in summer. He was in, he summer, was in school. summer school. Summer school. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Uh, we are going to take a short break, and we will be back with 1919, 1985. Yeah. Sorry, Jarrett. We are now at the year 1985. I believe it's your get. And so I'm going to kick off with Better Off Dead. Oh, my gosh. What a movie. John Cusack. Two dollars. Two dollars. <laughs> um, no one would say this is a... I believe this is a Savage Steve Holland movie. A guy named Savage... Savage Steve Holland did a lot of those kind of movies and uh, did a lot with John Cusack in the <clears> 80s. <throat> Uh, on there, but Savage Steve Holland movies, and there's a few of his on here that I'm going to be bringing up uh, because I love it. I love his comedy, and this was one of those movies. Better off dead, uh, but yes, uh, one of the first really first and funny John Cusack movies that are going to be on this list from basically here forward. What yep. you got? Uh, Back to the Future. Yep. But Back to the Future was a was a um, instant. 
classic, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It now, was that, a, definitely a comedic adventure movie, it and it was, was it, it, it was groundbreaking. We it was great. It, it was, was a good movie. and I mean they made they ended up making three movies. Yeah, um, and they were out all of this, good. and they were all good. But yeah. this is definitely the one that, yeah. that kicked it all off. It was good. I don't really have a whole bunch to say. I'm sure everybody out there has seen Back to the Future. <laughs> I think uh, I have to bring it up. Uh, like I said, it's more of definitely a drama, but like we mentioned in the last episode uh, when we kind of referenced it, it has funny parts in it. But it was definitely more of a serious John Hughes movie, and that's The Breakfast Club. Yeah, it's a, that is one of my all-time favorite movies. And, I tell young yep. people all the time, if you want to know what it was like it's, when I was in high school, yep. watch this movie. They had the social <clears throat> structure set. Period. Movie. It was how it was. And they, are, they, if you've never seen it, they are in Saturday detention. Yep. And you've got uh, Emilio Estevez is mm-hmm. the jock. Is the jock. He's a he's a state champion wrestler, right? Or whatever. And then Molly Ringwald is the the um, debutante preppy, preppy preppy girl preppy girl. Yeah. Um, um, Judge Reinhold. Is that uh, right? Judd Nelson. Judd, Judd Nelson. I always get those two. The names confused. Yeah. Right? The, not the actors. He's he's the. Uh, He's the, the criminal. Hood. The hood. He's the hood. And the we hood. used to call him hoods here. I don't know what you call him, but he was basically a criminal. He was the hood. And, then uh, and had, one of the best characters yep, on there. Yep. And then uh, Anthony Michael Hall was the geek. Mm-hmm. He was he was the studious kid, the the A student. Yep. And then you had Ali Sheedy as... The, the freak. Yeah, just what the hell happened to you? Yeah. And... All these people were in school with us. Yes. I mean, honest to God, every one of them were in school with us. And I, I loved every one of them. I did too. And I love that story <clears throat> in it too. The, the character development. Yep. And it's supposed to be just one day of detention. And you're thinking, well, how'd they do a movie like that? Trust me. If you have not seen this movie, you need to watch The Breakfast Club. Yep. It's, like I said, mostly a drama, but there's some hilarious scenes in this movie. You know, it sounds like, you know, we grew up in a separated school. But you can ask Butch. I knew everybody, yeah. and I hung out with everybody. I didn't care yeah. who it was. Yeah, I mean, I that just, I that to just me. I would too, and I would hang out with them. And if they were doing something fun, hell, let's roll. Yeah, we'd go do something fun. So yeah, what you got? Um, Brewster's Millions. Brewster's Millions. Richard, Richard Pryor, Pryor and John Candy's in this movie. Yeah, um, he his <laughs> his great uncle or whatever. Yeah. Is a is a multimillionaire, and he's it's how much money is he going to leave him like four hundred oh, million dollars? Yeah, insane amount. But it's, it's even a lot of money now. <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got to spend thirty million dollars in in a month. Yeah, and can't have anything to show for it. Right. Or he loses the the big you the big money. You don't get diddly. Yeah, you don't yeah. get diddly. Yeah, and it is it is a great great funny movie. Yeah. Um, I have to throw this next in there, and that's Fletch. Oh man, that's that's uh, Chevy Chase. Like I said, he he was unstoppable. <clears throat> this is based this off a series of books. Um, Chevy Chase plays a, an investigative reporter. Also quotable parts. Yeah, of that. very much so, and yeah. it is absolutely one of my all-time favorite movies mm-hmm. for sure. And it is. It was written <laughs> for Chevy Chase. It was written for Chevy Chase. His delivery, his timing. Yeah. Um, the the deadpan. It's probably his delivery. best role. It is ever. I it mean, is. in my opinion, that, oh, I think it is too. Because yeah. he did make a couple of stinkers. He did. 80s. I mean, yeah. everybody did. Everybody did. It was real hit or miss times. So, yep. what you got next? You skipped right over Clue. 
Ah, okay. I'm ashamed <laughs> to say I've never seen it. Are you serious? I'm serious. Butch, we got to have a watch. We got to have I'm a watch. I'm serious. Party. That, okay. that movie is hysterical. I love this Based movie. on the board game, right? It is based on the board game, and it is done extremely well. Okay. And it's funny. It is very funny. Then I'm you, gonna, you will enjoy this. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm putting a check mark by it to to make. Uh, this is gonna be one of my next. Oh, we gotta watch it together. Okay. Well, yeah. Me and you and Debbie, we'll watch it. We'll watch that together. We'll get the boys in there. Uh, It'll be fun. I tell you, '85 was one of those times I was working a lot too, <laughs> and so I really didn't go to the movies because Debbie and I both had jobs at this point, and so '85 I was a senior in high school and I wasn't doing Jack Diddley. Yeah, you weren't doing <laughs> Diddley. I was having fun. Fun. Uh, let me see. What have I got next on here? I think we got to go, since we're talking Chevy Chase, European Vacation. It's a classic. It's also. a classic. Those first three vacation movies. Now, to me, European is the weakest entry it is. in it those is. three, but it still has some of the most hilarious <laughs> Big moments. Ben, kids. Yeah. Big Ben. Big Ben. <laughs> you remember stuck on the roundabout? He's stuck on a roundabout, and he's like, look, it's Big Ben again. You know, it's like, it, it, it's pretty funny. And where uh, we live, our town is is a town pushing 100,000 when there's three colleges here. It's over 100,000 probably when college is in. And when, then, when, when college is in and people are And they are have here. moved to roundabouts. There are roundabouts everywhere. And, yeah. And, and uh, the first three weeks of college when you had these kids here, <laughs> Be careful. Yeah, be careful for uh, sure. Because they'll keep on you. <laughs> they just keep going in a circle. Big yeah. Ben kids. There's Big Ben kids. <laughs> yeah. But yes, it, it's the whole uh, funny, funny movie. Uh, what you got next? The Jewel of the Nile, which Jewel is the a sequel Nile. to sequel. Romancing the Stone. Yep. And it was, it's still same characters, and it's really good. Yep. I liked it also. Good stuff. Yep. Um, I have on here, too, Jim Carrey's first role. I know what it is. It's Once Bitten. Yep. And that was a good movie. That was a good movie. I actually saw that at the drive-in movie theater. I saw it in the actual theater. Yeah. I saw it at the drive-in. What? Uh, who was... The, who? Um, it was, was it Kathleen that? Turner again? No, it's not Kathleen Turner. No, what's her name? Um, I'm going to bring it up here on she the She tore intro. up the late 70s and 80s, too. I'm going to bring... Yeah, Lauren Hutton. Lauren Hutton. She's a very Lauren sexy Hutton. lady. Yeah. Very sexy. Uh, I mean, just... You know, guys, I I just love women. I do. I yeah. I just like the I like to look at women. Yeah. And she she radiates sexuality. I yeah. guess I don't know what how else to put it. It's not she's not beautiful, but no, she's just I hot. Yeah. I guess is what you would say. I, I think I think she was a great choice for this role. See, I she don't plays. get it with her. I I just never got it with her. Well, um, I mean, some people yeah. do or some people don't. Yeah. But she um she plays the the main vampire, but yeah. like man, Paris or whatever you call yeah. him. Um, <laughs> so what do you got next? The Last Dragon. The Last Dragon. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Show enough. Show enough. Uh, yeah. Definitely. I tell you who can beat you, Bruce Leroy. Bruce Leroy. <laughs> yeah. Great flick, man. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll watch it every time yeah. it's on. I really like that movie. Um, I'm going to look here. I'm going to jump down a little bit, and I may go back up again on this list. They're all in alphabetical order, folks. They so. are. Uh, I'm going to go with Real Genius. Yeah, that was Val Kilmer pick, actually, because it, it's, it is Val Kilmer's breakout role. Yeah, it, it was. It really is, and it's a great uh, flick. Top Secret kind of is where he got his thing, but he got this role, and it really did kind of kick him up into it did. movies. And, and so, like the next like the next year, he's in Top Gun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, He's he then he hits real big time. Yep. In that Huge. one, but yeah, uh, that, that that's a good movie. He plays uh, this like 
genius guy in college and his professor is like has these secret deals with the Department of Defense and yeah. they're, they're they're using his stuff to make like a death a ray. weapon yeah. yeah so yeah good movie good, good movie um, what you got next spies like us another spies Chevy Chase like us Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd yeah and they they bumbling people bumbling that don't even know that they're spies I yeah. don't think nope um, but that that one scene that I will never forget and it's um it's the guy from from Animal House the guy that plays uh, Greg yeah Greg he's he's the Russian <laughs> he looks at if you don't tell me what I want to know I cut off a finger and Chevy Chase mine are yours mine are <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh man so also in 1985 a movie came out with John Cusack that I really really liked it's one of those that has a lot of comedy in it but it's got a lot of heart in it too and that's the sure thing I, you know, I don't know that I've seen that. Movie. That it, 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 like I said, it's got some funny stuff. He he plays, uh, you know, it's this college guy, and it, it's basically uh, he he has a shot at a girl played by Nicole Sheridan. He, I think that's who it was. I'm gonna have to bring it up here. Uh, if if he can make it out to California, but he doesn't really have a way to get there, so he travels uh, with. Um, Daphne Zagnia, is that her name? She was in Spaceballs. She was in Spaceballs. She was, uh, but yeah, she, but, but they're traveling across country and they can't stand each other. They're actually polar opposites and they end up being friends and then, you know, by the end, they, they realize that they love each other. It's she's the sure thing. She, she's not. She ends up being the sure thing. Yeah, she ends up you. being the sure thing. And it, it's a great, actually, a good message. In the movie at, at the end, but it's hilarious. Parts of it are just funny because they did such a good job of, of writing this because they really can't stand each other at first. Yeah, I, I may have to check this out. Yeah. What you got next? I, I'm going to skip over one that I'm sure you'll cover, but um, I got to go to one of my all time favorites, Weird Science. I knew that you were going to do that one. Weird Science. I saw Weird Science uh, the fall of 85 in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Yeah. With Joe Thrash. Um, Joe's one of my best friends growing up, and he was going to Fayetteville, and we went up there, and we went to the movie to see Weird Science and laughed. It that is it. still uh, – Bill. <laughs> we, we'd mentioned that Bill Paxton was in yes. this movie playing just the most obnoxious – Older brother. Older brother, Chet. <laughs> You're screwed, but what? Yeah. I mean, just absolutely <laughs> detestable in this movie. And But, yes um, – Kelly LeBrock mm-hmm. in here. You have uh, Anthony Michael Hall. I don't know the other guy. I mean, I don't think I ever saw him in anything else. Uh, let me see. He uh, he actually, I think I read, he ended up being like a math teacher at Texas A&M. Really? Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, he, he this was kind of his last film role and he kind of got serious about his school and he ended up being like this math whiz well i mean i think that's that's you know, um, very um admirable yeah but he but it also has robert downey jr yeah that's one of his first roles one of his first roles and he plays a jerk <laughs> yes he and, does uh, uh but yes ian uh, ian ian max and ian max and ian they were the uh the, uh, and I couldn't arch remember the of, other guy. Yeah, of, uh, of our two heroes. Of our two heroes, yeah. Anthony Michael Hall and this other cat that and the other cat that math whose names, <laughs> who's apparently a math whiz. And 
one of those movies I can't really explain that well in, in the short amount of time that we have, but you need to watch uh, Weird Science. It is, first of all, the the uh, catchy tune that Danny Elfman did for it. Uh, weird, oh, weird Science? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great, uh, great tune. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's, that, that's a great one. Uh, so I'm looking back over my list here. Is there anything on there? I think I'm going to bring up Police Academy 2. If only for Bobcat Goldthwait. Yeah, it's it was actually pretty good. That uh, second one was was a decent. That it wasn't one. as good as, as the first one. Right, but it was good. Did I miss anything on the list that you can? You did, and I can't believe you missed it. Wh- which one? Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf. Yes. Yeah, that was actually a really good movie. That's was, a good movie. You know, they, they they've made <laughs> this kind of dark series out of Teen Wolf. They did on like MTV. I think shows it now. But it was not a dark movie. It was a very much a comedy movie when this came out. I'm going to throw this out there. I don't watch MTV anymore because they don't play music videos. That's, it's like, <laughs> what's, what, what's the thing I saw on Facebook? Someone put this meme up that said, like, you know, uh, happy uh, 42nd birthday, MTV. Thanks for 15 years of music. You know, did and they even do 15 years? That's the deal. I don't even think you they know. did that. I, uh, whatever. Yeah, but it, it was, yeah. Yeah, I'm off at 85, baby. Don't get us going. <laughs> uh, so, yes, uh, 1986, what you got? Armed and Dangerous. Armed and Dangerous. With John Candy. Yeah. Well, absolutely. One scene in that movie, and the whole movie, it's funny, but the one scene in that movie that I absolutely lost it on is when he's on the motorcycle on the bridge and it breaks down. Yeah. And he's got on the, he's yes. got on that leather riding stuff, you know, big long coat. Looks like something out of World War Two. Yeah. And he goes up to that dude in the semi truck. He's a, and he's all out of breath. If you don't get me to where I need to be, two very important people are going to die. And that dude looks, well, you just climb on in here, Hoss. I'll get you where you need to go. And, I mean, it is a traffic jam on the yeah. middle of the bridge. He's like, all right, let's see what this son of a bitch will do. And he just starts plowing cars. Plowing cars out of the way. <laughs> just parting them. Yes. I've I lost about that it. I laughed so hard, man. It was good grief. Uh, I have to bring up Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield. That is absolutely one of my all-time favorite movies. Sam Kinison made a, an appearance in playing basically Sam Kinison playing a history teacher. In, and it is an instant It's, it's my favorite scene in the movie. It is. It, There's a lot of good scenes yeah. in that movie, but that, that movie yeah. is, is hilarious. He is a, uh, he's got a little PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> From Vietnam and... And he's, he's a history professor. And yeah, he's pretty good. And and he goes into the Sam Kennison scream and rant portion yep. of it, and it's just absolutely hilarious. And I don't think Rodney Dangerfield played a better role than than the the millionaire. That no, just, I mean he played the same role in he Caddyshack. Played, listen, he was the, it was the same character basically, <laughs> but in this one, I really liked this movie. I did too, man. Um, it's hilarious. Yeah. What you got next? Uh, this is a cult classic. One of my all time, another one of my all time favorite movies. When I say all time favorite, that means if it's on, I'm watching it. Yep. It doesn't matter what time it is, I'm going to watch it. And that's Big Trouble in Little China. I, it was on mine too. Man. Yeah, I it, had it checked. It is, it is absolutely, it is zany. Yeah. Um, it's almost like a comic book come to life, basically, is yeah. what it's like. Yeah. It's, it, but it, it is great. Yeah. Great and Kurt funny. Russell. Kurt Russell is hilarious in this movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Trying to think of everybody else that's in there. But yes, it was basically uh it, it's very much kind of a comedic fantasy. It's the girl from 
Porky's. Yeah. What is her name? She was in uh, she uh, was Sex in, in the City, too. Yeah, she was in Sex in the City, too. Uh, it's going to come to me here in just a second because I'm bringing it up in the on the interwebs as we sit here and talk. And so I'm looking at the cast here, and it was Kim Cattrall. Kim Cattrall. Yep. Yeah. She plays the kind of the love interest. Yeah. But it was but a, not it, really the love interest, but yeah. ends up being the love interest. And yeah. It's, it's, it's a great flick. If you hadn't seen it, watch it. It's yeah. a cult. It's, it's not a, a movie. I wouldn't say it's no, a movie. No, but it's a good movie. John Carpenter actually did yeah, that Yeah, John, he did do that. Yep. So, uh, so, so my next one on the list is uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That another another one of my all time favorites. Yeah. I will watch it. Anytime. I remember that came out in '86. Uh, I was working that so I just started a job, uh, my first full time job in radio, in Hot Springs, and uh, they, <laughs> Adam Lead. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have to explain that someday, but today ain't the day. I think uh, you have explained it on one. Uh, I, I, I might have, uh, but yeah, uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Uh, listen. The older I get, the more I realize that Ferris was a psychopath. He was. <laughs> he was. <laughs> he was a manipulative psychopath. At the time when I saw it, I was going, oh, this guy's cool. No. Yeah. No. I, 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 no. <laughs> As a parent now, I'm like going, well, this kid needs psychological help. He's yeah. like, he's a narcissist. He's a psychopath. He's showing all of these danger warning signs. But, yeah, we watched the movie. Uh, and it did have some funny funny scenes in it. Yeah, and a very nice car. Yeah, and a very nice car. Yeah. Uh, what you got next? Uh, I'm going to skip back. I'm going to stay on the same page because um, I can't skip Crocodile Dundee. Crocodile Dundee. That you was, know, my dad loved that movie. I, it was it was actually really good. It had some really funny stuff yeah. in it. I that mean, it was had, more of a... More what's of the a one sick. quote? I don't know. That's but. that's not a knife. <laughs> that's a knife. Yeah. There were a lot of quotes in that. Yeah, movie. just gonna blow a froth up a couple. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. Crocodile Dundee. It, it was it spawned a couple of sequels too. You but don't that even have a gun. I don't need a gun, mate. I got yeah. a dong. <laughs> <laughs> that big dude, man. Yeah. <laughs> Great flick. Great flick. Uh, Michael Keaton, Gung Ho. You know, I don't know that I've seen that movie. That he he's an automobile executive who's been laid off, and he ends up getting this Japanese car company to build a plant in their town because the car company that had been there was shutting down the plant, and it's it's got some fun. It's got Getty Watanabe, which I get to say that name again. <laughs> Who was in uh, Sixteen Candles? He was also in a club in Monroe, Louisiana. And he may or may not have been in a club in Monroe, Louisiana. That was on the last episode. Go, so go check that out. Uh, but yes, uh, Gung Ho. It's, it's it's one of those Michael Keaton movies. He was starting to get more. It's like there were some serious scenes in this one too. It, it was more where he was starting to kind of you know branch out a little bit. He was turning into Batman. He's turning into Batman, uh, which you know a lot of people don't realize. There was a lot of people who had concern when we found out that Michael Keaton was going to be Batman. It's like Mr. Mom is going to be Batman, yeah, and then he ends off, up though. killing it. He pulled it off. That yeah. was really that was that was the best of that series of Batman movies. Yep, that was the first one. That first Jack one. Nichol Jack Nicholson as the Joker. Yeah, I mean, I, I will say this up front: Heath Ledger did a better Joker. I, I think a oh, more psycho, but Jack Nicholson is a Joker. He pulled it off too. He you know really why? Because he kind of he did a a crazier, crueler 
killer version of Cesar Romero's Joker from the 1966. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's and he just took that Joker and made it his, his. Right. I mean, that is only Jack Nicholson can do. But I, yeah, I'm not taking anything away from Heath Ledger's Joker. It was, no, it was that incredible. Was, that was, was incredible. fantastic. What you got? Um, so another one of my all-time favorite movies, Ruthless People. Ruthless People. I was hoping that you would bring that up. That is Danny DeVito. Uh, oh, gosh, there's a Bette lot Midler. of people. Bette Midler. Judge Reinhold. Judge Reinhold, yes. That, <laughs> and it is, yeah. Oh, um, um, God, he was, he's been in a lot of movies, too. Uh, Bill Pullman. Yeah. Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman. <laughs> Yep. Give the bag to Bozo and back away. <laughs> <laughs> Ruthless people. Yeah, it came out in, in uh, summer of 86. Are you um, really the police? No, we're the National Rifle Association. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, there was a lot of great ones that I came out with. It may not be on everybody's, but I mentioned uh, Savage Steve Holland yeah. as a writer and director. And there was one that came out that summer, also with John Cusack, called One Crazy Summer. I haven't see. I don't know if I had something against John Cusack. Uh, now, Better Off Dead was excellent. I yeah, love that movie. But. Uh, I actually prefer this one uh, as far as a as a movie goes, uh, it, mainly because it's got a lot of Bobcat Goldthwait in it. Who I know he's not everybody's cup of tea. That Joker cracked me up. Yeah, he was he then. was pretty funny in the eighties, uh, but he was pretty funny because his Bobcat character was just over the top crazy and he's in this movie it's got Demi Moore in it as female lead Curtis Armstrong comes back to be with you know he was in uh, he was in Better Off Dead with him and so he's back as a, as one of his sidekicks there and then you have Bobcat Goldthwait and uh, it's it's just it is really uh, I mean it, it's weird at points it yeah. really is but I also have some Van Halen tunes in it, so they're playing some uh, old school Van Halen in there. But yeah, One Crazy Summer, a great movie. I'm going to tell y'all this is a long list, and and you haven't heard me just pop off like we did in the early '80s. If you notice the timeline here, <laughs> I'm in college, so yeah. I didn't watch near as many no. movies as I did. I had other interest in other things that I was doing. That was, I mean. I mean, just saying. Yeah. We did live together at this time, so you uh, were part of that. I'm actually, in 86, I'd already moved out. It well, was, it I was mean, 85. But, yeah. But, but you know what I'm talking about. Yep. You've, you've lived with me. Yes. I had other things I was doing. So this is another movie that came out uh, this year that I, I really did like, and it was funny, and it had some funny parts in it, and that was Short Circuit. Short Circuit, yeah. Great flick. Yeah. Uh, spawned a, a hit song that what summer. Was the song? Um, well, now you ask me. I don't even know. Um, but yes, it. Uh, <laughs> who's Johnny? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, number five is alive. Yep. Yeah, that that's a short circuit. G- great movie. Uh, I've got another one from that time period. So Tom Hanks and Shelley Long. That was the Money Pit. You know, I that was not one of my favorites. I actually cracked up a couple of times at that. One. <laughs> And there was another one that came out, and I know a lot of people love this movie. You and I both said we didn't care for it. That was Three Amigos. And yeah. you would think yeah. with Martin Short, Steve Martin, and Chevy Chase, Chase yeah. that we would love that. I just, I I've know, seen it. it. I just didn't get I've it. I've seen it. It, it. it didn't do anything for me. No. Uh, I'm looking back over the list here. 
Uh, I can tell you one of the worst movies I saw that came out that year, and that was Howard the Duck. Yeah, uh, I had it marked, but I just remember it wasn't that it great. Was, it was not I was kind of disappointed in that because I really liked Howard Duck yeah. in the comic book. Guys, we're going to take a short break, and then we're going to be back with the year 19. No, we're not. We're not? I'm not done with 86. We're not? No. Oh, well, well give me your... Give me your eighty six. I'll just tell you real quick. Wildcats. Wildcats. Okay, Goldie Hawn. Goldie Hawn. She she takes over coaching. Yep. Uh, an All black football well, team, except for Woody Harrelson. Yeah, except for Woody Harrelson. And yep. yep, that was a good movie. That was a great movie and a funny movie. It had some really yep. funny parts in it. So, yep. and then Wise Guys. Wise Guys. Yeah. That that was. Um, it was the two old guys, and I can't remember their name. Yes, but that was really... it was Kirk Douglas and somebody else, um, and I can't think of who else. But they were they were like old. I keep wanting to say Robert Mitchum, and it wasn't Robert. It Mitchum. was oh, because uh, I saw that in theaters. Yep. And so I think uh, I'm going to uh, bring it up here on the interwebs so we can take a look. Wise there was, guys, there was another movie now. that came out. I'm not sure when it came out, but it was Clint and yeah. and uh, Burt Reynolds that did it. And it was kind of the same thing. Yeah. Uh, so wise guys. So it was Danny DeVito, Harvey Keitel. Uh, who else was in that? Huh. Maybe I'm not thinking of the same movie because we just went off the, the list. One. I don't think it's the one I'm thinking. It's of. It's not the one you're thinking. Sorry, uh, Wildcats so, though. Wildcats, that. But, I, that but, was for but, sure. No, we didn't like Wise Guys because <laughs> we thought it was a different movie. Yeah. But we both, it was Burt Lancaster. Burt Lancaster, that's who it was. Yeah, and, and, and it wasn't Wise Guys, and I can't remember, but it's two old mobsters. Yep. Yep, and that's what I thought that was. Yeah. But I guess I was wrong. By the way, right. I'm going to chase a rabbit right now. If you, you have can. not watched Tulsa cut. King, <laughs> if you haven't watched Tulsa King Tulsa yet, King. have you watched it all yet? Yeah, I watched all of it. We loved it. We started uh, watching it, and Debbie said, okay, we we, we got to watch fantastic. the rest of this. It is. If, you've not, if you don't have Paramount Plus, you probably can't watch it. But if you do watch Tulsa King with yeah. Stallone, it's really good. Now we're going to take a break. I'm sorry. And when we come back. He ain't running nothing around here, guys. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I got the button. But we're going to come back in just a moment, and you are listening to The Retro Show. Hey, Chris, guess what? What? Did you know we have producers? We on do. This podcast? We, we do, do, and we love them. But you the know thing, about, thing about the producers on this show, they don't get to tell us nothing. That's right. <laughs> if you want to support the podcast, go to RetroShow.net and click support the podcast. It's right up there in the menu. Let's go down these names here of these fine, upstanding, uh, beautiful individuals, obviously of good taste. Absolutely. Yes, that support this podcast. Uh, that's LNC Corporation. You do not cross LNC Corporation. That you do not no. cross the LNC Corporation, that's yeah, for sure. That's right. Norton! 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 Chris Listen, B. Listen, Norton, I know you've been looking at me. So, Chris B.? <laughs> Chris B. Yep. Nancy Schwartz. Nancy Schwartz. Yeah. Josh Ramsey. Fran Adams. E.M. Bradford the Behemoth Mason. Bradford Brad. <laughs> and, of course, the original, the first supporter we ever had. Yep. Tanya Holland. Tanya Holland. You right. will always be number one. Always be hearts. number one, Tanya. So, uh, guys, if you would like to support us, it's $3 a month. You can go to RetroShow.net, click Support the Podcast, and find out more. Now, Chris, we also have a $1.5 million a month level, too. And I'm waiting for that one. I am, man. Yeah, I wish because, I would just come through. Didn't yeah, you? because I figured we'd split $18 million because they had to commit to a year to that. And then, no. and then we're done. Bill uh, we Gates, Dollar, Donald Trump, yeah. one of you big billionaires. Now, somebody's got more money than sense, please. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sign up for that deal. Listen, we love all of you, and we thank you for supporting the podcast. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. And uh, we are now to 1987, and we got about a half hour to finish this up. And I hope hey, we it's have. Gonna, it's going to go quick. It's going to go quick. So what you got? What's your, it's, what's it's you. Oh, it is? Yep. Adventures in Babysitting. Great movie. Love um, it. There's a lot of one-liners in that movie, too. A They're lot of one-liners. It's a, it's a great movie. Don't it's, nobody leave here without singing the blues. Yeah, don't nobody <laughs> leave here. And then she gets up, this, this little white girl gets yep. up there and just tears it up. What is her name? I, Elizabeth Shue. Uh, Elizabeth Shue. I, I, always, I thought she was absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, she's I really, a pretty girl. really, really loved her. Uh, had a crush on her. Had yep. a crush on her. The guy that played, uh, he ended up playing Kingpin in the... Uh, Marvel Daredevil series recently, but he's a great actor. Uh, Vincent DeForno yep. was the guy that played Thor. It's back when he was skinny. Really? Yeah, that's him. He's like buff and skinny in there, and then you know, obviously. Well, you know, he gained like sixty pounds to play in Full Metal Jacket. Yes, I mean that's he just played insane, pile, right? Yes, yeah. Yes, and I think I don't think he ever lost that weight. Yeah, but, but he was, but he played Thor in that one because he's a fat guy. I understand it's really else hard to lose has, weight. Yes, <laughs> preach, brother. Um, but yeah, uh, Adventures in Babysitting. That, that, that's a great movie. Um, I have to bring up one here that uh, is Amazon Women on the Moon. It was the same guys that did Airplane. And all the, the Zuckers, it, the Zuckers, but it is a bunch of short. I think it was. Let me bring up here. I I, I might be, I might be wrong. Uh, disclaimer here: I've never seen this movie. I'm just saying. And, and uh, I'm going to play you parts of it before you leave. <laughs> uh, but yes, this is what I live with. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't. We don't live together. But you know what I'm saying. Uh, but <laughs> well, you're over here every week. So uh, let's see here. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's basically just unconnected humor sketches. Uh, the, well, then and, I will have to check that out. Yes, and it had like a whole bunch of different directors on there, so it wasn't the Zucker Brothers, but it is the, by the same people who brought you Kentucky Fried Movie. Oh my gosh! If I'd have known that, I'd have watched it. It's a, it's the same guys that did it. It's the same kind of movie. So it, yes, Amazon Women on the Moon. Um, that gets my point. I laughed myself. So Kentucky Fried Movie was kind of the forerunner of that slapstick comedy. Yes. That that the Zuckers yes. perfected with Airplane. Right. Uh, Kentucky Fried Movie still got some hilarious parts in yep. it. But it's it's not as good as Airplane, I yeah. didn't think. No, but, but, it yeah, is but Amazon Women on the Moon is definitely worth checking out. I'll have to check that out. All right, what you got? Beverly Hills Cop 2. Two, just as good as the first one. It was. It was very good. Uh, that Axel Foley character, Eddie Murphy had it down. He knew how to play it. It connected with audiences, and people responded by going to see it. And it was just a, a, a really good movie. Um, still had Judge Reinhold in it. Yeah, it had all the same characters um, from the first one. Bronson Pinchot, his character in there. Is that the dude that he called President Ford? Uh, Is no, that who you're talking about? No, uh, Bronson Pinchot played the uh, the the gay man in the um, I think the coffee shop. Oh, oh, uh, he was cousin Balky on you know. Oh no, you're talking about the first movie. He oh, was the in, first movie. He, he yeah. was in. He was the the his friends. Yes, in her art. Great guy scene. Yeah. Great scene. Um, but Get Beverly Hills Cop too. I cannot. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> Uh, let's see what else came out in 87. Uh, okay. This is one that was equal parts, um, heartbreaking parts of this movie, but the funny stuff was insanely funny. 
and that was Robin Williams in Good Morning Vietnam. I love that movie. Have you, you've walked in my garage. I've got. Yeah. I've, I worked in a video store in the eighties, and that movie came out. Yeah. And I begged for the, the cardboard cutout of Robin Williams giving the peace sign yeah. as, as Adrian Cronauer. Yeah. And that's based on a it's true based story. on a real guy. Yeah, it's based on a yeah. true story. Uh, but there, uh, <laughs> but th- that is a movie. I mean, they they sold it at the time as a comedy. Yeah. But and there was there was gut busting funny stuff in there. But the listen. <laughs> Robin Williams did such a good job because there are parts in there where he, he plays drama in it and it's just some of the saddest stuff in it. It really is. And but uh, a great flick. But a great flick and and you know uh, it's got it's got a couple of those uh, scenes though that'll that, that'll tear your heart out. Uh, what you got? Born in East L.A. Born in East L.A. Cheech. Man. It was his first solo. It was his first solo movie. Uh, movie of, <laughs> away from Tommy Chong. <laughs> he accidentally gets deported to yeah. Mexico. <laughs> and he doesn't speak Spanish. <laughs> yeah. As a matter of fact, he, he had a parody song called... Uh, of uh, born in East born born in East LA it was based on born in the USA yep. Yep. that Bruce Springsteen did it's born in East LA yep. and yes it's yes, <laughs> a funny funny movie it had some good scenes yeah, Reagan was president at the time they said I'm, I'm from I'm from America oh yeah well, who's the president oh he's an actor guy John Wayne John Wayne <laughs> they didn't put him on the bus yeah <laughs> you're not going um, I'm trying to think um let me look here. You just did that. Yeah, you did uh, Born in East L.A. Yep. Uh, I'm looking. I, apparently, I didn't see a lot of these. You didn't see Harry and the Hendersons. Uh, I did. Uh, that was a funny movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm looking here, man. I didn't see. Okay, so I'm going to the next one. I mean, there's here. a lot of movies on here, but a lot of them are just not. Yeah, the, the ones that, you know, I, I guess, I don't know what was going on in, in 87. I was working on You got married. Debbie and, yeah, well, I got married in 86. But, we what, were, but I'm saying... Yeah, you got but, oh yeah, we were poor. That's what it is. We didn't have any money. They didn't have any now money. The next so. page has got several. Uh, yeah, it's got several. Okay, you and I saw this because, um, like I said, we'd gotten married. We were living in a town called Hot Springs, Arkansas, about eighty miles away. And so, but on the weekends, a lot of times we'd come in, and you and I went to the theater to see this together, and that was Spaceballs. Yes, great. Yeah. Mel Brooks. Another Mel Brooks movie. Yeah, another Mel Brooks. It's a parody of Star Wars. Yeah, very. And, uh, you know, and they actually got some act, some of the actors, like the the John Hurt, uh, yeah. who was in Alien, uh, reprised his scene in the Chestbuster jumps out, and then it's the total uh, Michigan J Frog takeoff of hello my baby hello my honey hello my ragtime gal but yeah john candy um, yeah <laughs> pizza the hut um, yep. you know it was like a yogurt um, yep. but they yep. made fun of the the, the my franchising my is bigger than yours yes <laughs> uh yeah man mel brooks uh but yes absolutely great one uh what you got um, planes, trains, and yes. automobiles. Yeah, John Candy and Steve Martin, and it is a classic. Oh, it's a classic, and like you said, a good mix, mostly comedic all the way through. But that end scene, yeah, it's it's heartbreaking. It, it really is heartbreaking. It really, it is, really because is when you find movie. out yep. why he's the way he, it's like, yep. oh, yeah, okay. And then it's like, 
it, it, it's one of those movies like you'll be laughing and then it's like, I'm not crying. I have allergies. You know, it's yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's still one that I'll watch. Where's your hands was. between two pillows? Those aren't pillows. pillows. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. What um, about you? I, I have one that I remember going to see. Uh, called Throw Mama from the Train. They yes. had Billy Crystal and Danny DeVito. And they are uh, conspiring to kill, <laughs> I think it's Billy Crystal's wife and then Danny DeVito's mother. mother. And Owen! She, and she is a, <laughs> you You kind of go. Wasn't she the Where's the Beef Lady? Wasn't she the no, Where's the Beef Lady? No, that was in, no, she wasn't the Where's the Beef Lady. She was in Goonies. But uh, no, that no, that lady's name was Emma Peller, and she was not. That was not her. I, I'm frightened that you know that, dude. I'm that's, frightened that's why, that that's, you actually that's why know that. I know the most random things. Well, that's why I think we both do. I but. may not kill every question on Trivial Pursuit, but sometimes those ones come up that people <laughs> look at me and like. How do you know this? I said, I don't know. I may have the cure for cancer somewhere up there, and this stuff is crowding it out. You know, but yeah, uh, throw mama from the train. They're, they're conspiring to kill each other. It, and so, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's, it's a dark comedy. It but is a dark it's, comedy, it, but, but it's it very funny. funny. Uh, one that, that I really, really liked, um, and again, it's one that I'll watch when it's on, and that's mm-hmm. Overboard. Overboard, Kurt yeah. Russell and Goldie Hawn. Yeah, that's I think where they met, wasn't it, probably. it? Probably. And then they ended up getting hit, or not? They yeah. never really tied the knot, but they were. Goldie Hawn gets knocked off the boat. She's yeah, filthy rich. I mean, she doesn't know. She, yeah, rich. she has amnesia. <laughs> and he he pretends that she's his wife. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it's basically funny. kidnaps Goldie Hawn and. And all his kids that he's got. It's it's proof that Stockholm Syndrome works. Uh, no. <laughs> no, that's Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, um, yeah Stockholm Syndrome is a good thing. Uh, so let's see here. Uh, let me look here. Anything else on this list that I would I, I would bring up as something that I saw? You know, I was going to say Revenge of the Nerds 2, but I think at that point, yeah. it, it, the, the first one is so good. The second one was not. I've got several here that great. are just. Mention. I've already mentioned summer school earlier. Yeah. I thought it was teachers, but it's yeah. summer school with Mark Harmon. Right. I, that was a really good movie. Uh, Three Men and a Baby. Three Men. That's it's a classic, good movie. Really classic. It's, movie. it's funny. Yeah. That's actually. Uh, uh, so who you got? You got Tom. No. Um, it's Ted, Ted Danson, Danson. Ted Danson. Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck. And the dude from Steve Gutenberg. Steve Gutenberg. Yeah. Uh, out of those two, uh, I've actually sat and had a conversation with Ted Danson once. I actually ate. Dinner next to him and Mary Steenburgen in Juanita's in Little Rock. Yeah, a long time ago, because Mary Steenburgen's from Little Rock, yeah. so they they would come in. Well, the Mary Steenburgen reason is the reason I met him because uh, guys, well, I, does I worked Debbie at a, know? I, I worked at a television station, guys, for years, and so one of our anchors was actual friends with Mary Steenburgen that had been high gone to high school together, and so uh, Mary was a a pretty common sight in the hallways because she would come in to visit Ann or, you know, uh, it was our anchor there that she knew. And one day she shows up to do with, with Ted, with Ted Danson. And so yeah. I've, I've gotten to meet a fair amount of celebrities. I, I can't say that any of them were jerks or anything like that. Ted was okay. Yeah. So, you, had a, you had a great office. There. I had a great, it was, it was the best view in the building. Um, 
<laughs> because I could see everything that was happening everywhere right. at every time. Uh, but anyway, so you said, yeah, Three Minute Baby was big. It actually spawned a sequel too, but that first one was just just a big big hit. You got anything else? Because uh, I do. I've got one more. If you don't, no, go ahead. Uh, the Secret of My Success, Michael J. Fox. Yeah, love this movie. Listen, you know what the. the I think the song that Night Ranger did on there is a great. Is good too. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a that's an earworm that'll get in your head. But yeah, I mentioned Night Ranger had a had a song called "The Secret of My Success." It was also in that movie that they still play in concert today. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, it was a great movie, so yep. they should. And I'm I'm done with with eighty seven. I guess. Well, good. I mean, there's some other movies on here, but eh, whatever. Let us move on to nineteen eighty eight, and I will kick us off with Beetlejuice. Yeah, Michael Keaton again. Michael Keaton. That again. is a that is a classic role, and it's actually the one he did right before he did Batman. I I can see that. Uh, but <laughs> I'm feeling a little anxious. Feeling a little, little anxious. <laughs> uh, the good, the, he's actually. They've just announced that they're making a sequel to it. That he's going to be in, and you know he's under such heavy makeup that I think it's, it's going to work It'll fine. Be fine. But they're bringing Winona Ryder back, and her daughter in the movie is really? played by the girl that was in that Wednesday uh, Adams series. Have on, you watched that? Yeah, I haven't watched it. I need it's, to watch it. We are, we are in the middle of it right now. I it's, think I watched part like part of the first episode, yeah. and then something happened. Yeah, you know, but, life. But life she's happened. playing her daughter in that, and apparently Beetlejuice is back doing Beetlejuice stuff. So yeah, that that's that that was mine was Beetlejuice to kick off eighty eight. It's a mention, uh, but I mean, I saw the movie. It was good. It's not one that I've watched over and over. Uh, Fish Call Wanda. Yeah. Really good. I enjoyed it. It had I a lot of the... Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, I think. Uh, Kevin Klein. Yep. A lot of the Monty Python yep. troop was in that one. So, yeah, that's got a that's got some good stuff in there. Uh, I can tell you which one wasn't good tell off me. this list. That's Caddyshack 2. Yeah, I wouldn't. You talk best. about a disappointment. It was. And it's, the, it's Cousin Eddie. What is it? It's Quaid. Is it uh, Randy Quaid? Yeah. Is it Randy Quaid? Yeah. He, it's he, Dennis he, and Randy. Yeah. Yeah, Randy Quaid. He was Cousin Eddie, but he, yeah, he, that was, it yeah, was not good. It was not a good movie. Nope. Um, uh, Bull Durham. Bull Durham. Good movie. Yeah. And it's, good it movie. It is funny, and it has got uh, some funny stuff in it. But it is Costner a very, it is a, it is Susan a, Sarandon. What do they call those? A romantic comedy. A romantic comedy. Yeah, but romantic. a lot of comedy uh, amidst that. But it's, it's a, a good movie. But it's a freaking baseball movie. It's a baseball, it's a baseball movie. movie. <laughs> I'm going to be watching it. Yeah. So. You know, that's also about the time that Field of Dreams came out. Yes. Uh, which baseball was uh, movies were uh, kind of the thing. big yeah. then. And matter of fact, we got another one coming up on the list. Yep. Uh, coming to America, Great. Eddie Murphy plays so Arsenio many roles. Hall plays several roles. <laughs> in, several. It, okay, so this is the first one. He would do it later on in the uh, Nutty Professor, the Clump yep. movies, yes. where he plays several characters yes. in there. But this is the first one. It was the first one, and it. And if you watch this movie and watch till the very end. I mean, he's in the movie several times, but yeah. he plays the old Jewish guy yeah. also, which aha, is aha, aha. <laughs> His mama named him Cassius. I will call him Cassius. Yeah. Oh yeah, my god, that's, that's a that, that's a great movie. Coming to America, absolutely one of the better Eddie Murphy and and you got to give it to Arsenio Hall in that movie. Also, uh, they played off each other so well. 
in that and doing all and that's got to be hard doing all these different characters and keeping those straight <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tear you apart yeah and your friend too <laughs> what you got um, next uh this is a cult movie and it's a wayne's brothers movie but yeah. it, it was it's uh it's one of those i'll watch anytime it's on i know what I, you're gonna say i'm gonna get you sucker that it is, is hilarious it is so funny that yeah. was kind of yeah the, the wayans that that was kind of their start it was now uh, damon was in beverly hills cop yeah he was and he would he played a small part he's the one that was selling the fruit in, yeah in <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He disabled the patrol car with a banana, but yes. he got that from Damon Wayans. But this movie here, yeah, it's funny. Mm-hmm. It is very funny. It got some great movies. It's kind of slapstick, kind of like yeah. airplaneish, but it's funny. It very much. Uh, my next one, uh, Michael Caine, Steve Martin, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Yeah, good flute. That has one of my favorite Steve Martin scenes. He <laughs> plays, I mean, literally, this guy who is just mentally deficient but he's not they're con artists and they're conning people constantly and they're trying to con uh, uh whoever the female lead was and i can't even remember but yeah it's just it, it is a great movie uh dirty rotten scoundrels and they are and it's just basically people screwing each other over the entire movie i've actually got a couple here i'm going to mention real quick okay just because we need to move on um Moving with Richard Pryor. Yes. It's hysterical. It is very funny. <laughs> Dana Carvey, who yeah. plays this insane. Yeah. He's the one that comes to, t- to take the drive the car across. Yes. And he's got like 27 different personalities. Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's good, too. I've got, I've got to mention Funny Farm, Chevy Chase. Yeah. That's a classic, too. Uh, I like that's it. That's a classic one. Midnight Run. Midnight Run. Robert De Niro and James Groden. Yeah. And that is absolutely my, probably my brother's favorite movie of all time. It is funny. It is quite some, It's hysterical. James Groden messes with Robert De Niro all yeah. the way through that movie. It's really funny. I have to mention I have to mention this one only because one of my friends actually played a role in it. And that's a movie called Pass the Ammo. Craig O'Neill. Has a it seems like I've movie. seen this, but and because they, of him, I watched it. I think they filmed it in Northwest Arkansas. It had Annie Potts, t- uh, uh, Tim uh, oh, Annie Potts. Uh, he plays. Oh, what is he? He was like Doctor Frankenfurter. He was Tim. People are yelling at me right now. I'm so tired, guys. We've been doing this for almost two hours now. Yep. Uh, but anyway, the reason, and I cannot repeat. Craig's one line, I will tell you after the show. Okay. <laughs> but I give him grief about it to this day. It's, it's like a great friend of mine. And this guy, for you guys that don't know, if you're if you're not local to Arkansas, Craig O'Neill was a, a DJ in the 70s who actually, it was huge. 70s and 80s. 70s and 80s. And he got into television about the time I did. Yep. And came and did sports. It and was he a and, seamless transition. Too. He, he and really I hit job. it off. We we are wonderful friends to this day. He's in my phone. We we text each other regular. It's just, but he had a scene in this movie back in the eighties when he was huge, huge radio, <laughs> and he plays a character named Bull, and there are a couple of inept redneck kind of hitmen. But I will. I, I have you to have tell to you me. the line afterwards. I have to, I have to check it out. You, you'll have to. I actually bought a VHS copy of it, so VHS? I could, Yeah, so I, I mean, yes, because yeah, that's, you have nothing that's, to play it on. That's now. all. <laughs> you have nothing to play it on now. 
but well, I got it like in the mid 2000s, so, so I could rip this scene out and send it to him, and he just he he I hear him start laughing in his office. If in the past twenty to twenty five years that you've been to a football game and you hear your team, they say, and that's another you know Bears. First down, down and the he whole crowd started that. A, he started that. He started that whole that thing. That is a true moved, story. It moved to all these other football teams, but he started that. He sure did. I'm going to leave one for you. Okay. Because I'm going to go to one of my all-time favorites just because – and I know you're going to mention this movie, so I'm going to skip Well, and over. I do not take that into – No, I no, I promise you, you'll mention this oh, movie. Oh, okay. Because it's right above the one I'm fixing. The okay, mention. okay, okay. But the naked gun, the files from the police squad. <laughs> it is another Zucker Brothers movie. Yes, and it it is it is better Les- than Airplane. Yes, I, Leslie it Nielsen. Is my, it is my favorite Zucker Brothers <laughs> movie. It, it it's got too. Leslie Nielsen playing Lieutenant <laughs> Frank Drebin. And they did three of these. They did they, three. Of these. And every one of them is hilarious. just as good as they the are. other one. They and are. now, Leslie Nielsen later on would do some other comedies like this that weren't as good because the Zuckers weren't involved. Yeah. But this one was. Yeah, you're right. The Naked Gun, absolutely. As a matter of fact, I'm going to put a star by that as one I need to watch and show the boys. Uh, yeah, and you're right. This is going to be the next one I did. It's The Great Outdoors. <laughs> I, I knew you were going to mention it. So it's why. Dan Aykroyd, John Candy, and Dan Aykroyd plays John Candy's uh, kind of shady brother-in-law. Yep. And the scene at the steakhouse. My fa- my favorite is the boat he rented. Do you remember the name of the boat? The, what was the boat? Suck My Wake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was... Jet boats. Yeah. And John Candy on those skis. Nonetheless. Yeah. <laughs> All over the lake. It was hilarious. Uh, it's a great movie. It is uh, great. The, the, the Great Outdoors. Uh, Debbie and I have that where kind of, we we we, have, we bought a John Candy DVD that had that and another movie we're going to mention as a two-parter. John Candy. I know which great. one it is. Yeah. And it's it's an excellent movie also. Uh, any more from 88 that you have on there? No. I, mean, I have Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I love that movie. I just we're running out of time. We're running so. out of time. And but that was that was definitely groundbreaking. Yeah. Uh, Eighty nine. Sure. Uh, let's close this. Let's close this sucker out. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> excellent, George Carlin. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes, uh, that 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 first one is. And the r- thing about George Carlin is, as I've gotten older, George Carlin was pretty damn smart. Yeah. He 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 understood the way the world worked. He he understood human he really psychology. Did. He did. And really he understand well. he understood the social structure yeah. and how they how it works. Yeah. How it, how it's being pushed. I just I love him. Yeah. I love He's him. Now. A, uh I have to mention Back to the Future Part Two because that series was yeah. it was a continuation. Uh to me not as good as the first one and not as good as the third one. It was kind of that sandwich one that they put in there to tie those two together. But it was good. Um, the next one I got on my list, uh, one of my all-time favorites. I know Harlem Nights. I knew you was Eddie Murphy, <laughs> Red Fox, Eddie Murphy, yep. Robin uh, Harris, Robin Harris, Arsenio oh, Hall, the late great Robin Harris, yep, the uh, late great Arsenio. Red Fox, yeah, late great Red Fox, and uh, um, Della Weiss, Della, yeah, Della Reese. <laughs> <laughs> you shot my pinky toe. Yeah. Oh, uh, now you want to uh, shoot off my pinky toe? Yeah. Well, go on, quick. That is, that is shoot. <laughs> he looks over at Robin Harris Pow. and that other dude. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna kill him, sugar. I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> uh, Fletch lives. Yeah, man. 
Not as good as the first one. No, but, but still, still good. Yeah. Was that the one that Tex Cobb was in? Was Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bend well, over. Nice glad to, to meet you, Mr. Over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ian Fletcher. Uh, yes, that is... Uh, no, he yeah. was Harley Davidson. Yeah. He was Harley of Harley Davidson. That's how he... Yeah, him over, that's right. Over. <laughs> uh, Major League. I have to say, oh one gosh. of my favorite movies of 89... It's um, one of my favorite movies of all Wesley time. Wesley Snipes, uh, Tom Berenger, uh, uh, Corbin Burnson, and I can't remember the manager's name on there, but he has my favorite scene ever in this movie. So we got the guys playing the manager in here, and you got this prima donna ball player that Corbin <laughs> Burnson is playing. And so he's having them do exercises, and this is the Cleveland Indians. And so they're, they're, they're not doing anything. They're terrible. And Corbin Burnson comes up, and he's got a copy of this contract with him. And he looks at the manager, and he's going, see right here. It says, I don't have to do any calisthenics or exercise. Unnecessary calisthenics. Unnecessary calisthenics. (laughs) Guy takes it, throws it on the ground. You hear zip, and then he's obviously peeing on the contract and just looking at Corbin Burnson in the eye. You don't see anything because it's all shot from the shoulder up. But you know what's happening, and it's just – it's the – Funniest then you scene. hear zip, and zip, he and then he off. just walks off. It is the funniest <laughs> scene in that movie, and I will, I, I, I will live and die by that one being he, one of the funniest scenes I've ever He really made. Had. He made that movie. He did. He did. He made that movie. That that when they when the guy calls him to ask, he says, "How would you like to manage the Cleveland Indians this year?" I don't know. He's a, he's a, he's a manager at a tire store. <laughs> I, I have know. to get back to you, Charlie. I got another guy online too about some white walls. I'll <laughs> yeah. talk to you later. <laughs> oh man. Okay, I know what next one you have on the list, and it's probably one of our favorites. National Lampoon's Christmas, Christmas Vacation. The most quotable Christmas movie that I can tell you about. Yeah. I, I I know that movie line for line. I know it scene for scene. And it is my favorite Chevy Chase movie. It's my favorite Christmas movie. And it is my favorite vacation movie. Even a little bit more than the first one. Basically because... It is, it is as good or better as than the first one. His scenes with Cousin Eddie yep. in there are just gold. And the things that Cousin Eddie says on there is like, you know... are. are Still to this day. I, You've I, seen I, the memes at Christmas, even if yeah. you haven't seen the movie. <laughs> yes. And, you know, it's like, you don't mind me asking you, Clark, how much that chair sets you back. I think a little fumigation, we can make it good as new. You know, just, <laughs> but the best Cousin Eddie line in, he ever has in any movie is they're about to go sledding down the hill. He's going, I don't think I need to go sledding down a hill with just a piece of government plastic between my head and the. He's like, you think, really think it'll matter, Eddie? Yeah, see, I used to have this steel plate, but every time Catherine rev up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for half an hour. I'm sorry. The first time I saw this movie in the theater, and yep, um, it, and I, I watched it with the guy who was uh, married to my wife's cousin at the time. No longer. This is Arkansas, guys. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> married to my wife's guy. So I watched it with him because they went to go see some tearjerker movie. Okay, Still no. Magnolias. They went to see Still oh, Magnolias. I still haven't ever seen that movie. Yeah, well, you're I good. know I'm not watching it. No, I'm about to say you're good. Okay. <laughs> um, but we watched this, and so they come out. They're balling. 
they are crying at the end of Still Magnolias, and we are crying because we have been laughing through this. It's it's the first time we'd ever seen it, so everything was fresh and new on that one. I came out literally. We're still laughing coming out and they're like <laughs> crying and stuff at this movie, and we're cracking up. So I've only, yeah. I've only actually I can only think of two movies I've ever cried in, really and truly. Brian Song, three. 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 Brian yep. Song, that, that's, a, that's a tearjerker. Uh, Old Yeller. Oh, yeah. Old Yeller. Uh, th- you dude, don't have a soul. I'm going to tell you something. Cry. To this day, if the dog dies, I'm out. Oh, I'm done. Dude. I am I done. I don't care. Isn't that bad? I don't care how many people get killed. In yeah, yeah. You killed the dog. Yeah. It's, I'm, it's I'm done, man. I'm done with you. And then the I other can't. one was um, Rudy. Yeah. Rudy. My, <laughs> me and Cindy were newlyweds. And I my, met him, my too. My brother. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. My brother Monty was was over at our house, and we watched Rudy. And at the end of that movie, we had a we had a one bedroom apartment, and me and him are in the. We walked into the kitchen, and we're in the. Cindy's <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, "What dude. the hell is wrong with y'all? You, you, you don't get it. You don't, you don't get it." <laughs> well, speaking of dog movies, you know what else came out that year? Turner and Hooch. Turner and Hooch. Yep. Another one where it'll get you. It will. It'll get you. Uh, I'm telling you, man. I try to stay away from animal movies. I just I do too, I especially do it. If, if it. Yeah. I don't have a problem during deer season pulling the trigger, but you know, yeah. if you kill the dog, I'm done. Yeah. Um, there's there's several movies on here. I mean, I don't know if we need to spend a whole bunch of time on these. I don't. What do you think, Uncle Buck? Uncle, I'm going to mention those two. Those Is. two movies. I guess he had two movies come out that the same yeah. year. Uncle Buck and then Who's Harry Crumb? Yeah. Which both of those are hilarious. Yes. And good, man. Uncle Buck to me, the scene with the principal, principal with the mole, <laughs> is the best scene in the movie. It, yeah. it well, no, then as of yet, un, uh, no, because he next year Macaulay Culkin would hit big in Home Alone, but he played the little kid in there, yep. and his back and forth with him is also funny. But that scene with the principal, here's a quarter. Go downtown and have, have a rat gnaw that, that thing, thing off your, your face. face. Yep. And trust me, guys, it sounds mean, but she deserved it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that's a great one. Uh, other mentions, uh, UHF. Uh, I do have one I'd like to talk about, which yeah. was extremely hysterical to me. And I and I will. This is another one that I'll sit down and watch. But Weekend at Bernie's is hilarious. It's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> Who is the guy? Is it uh, Aunt, Andy and? What, what is that guy? Oh, name? Andrew McCarthy. Andrew McCarthy. And I can't think of the guy that was with him. But, yeah, these two guys, they basically have to pretend their boss is still alive and he has died. Because he invited them to the Hamptons to kill them. Yeah. And because they had discovered he was siphoning yes. money off from the company. And the mob is... He's, and he like he's dating natural the mob's, causes. Mob, yeah. mob boss's wife or whatever, and then... They kill him instead, and so so they can stay in the Hamptons and party. Yeah, they carry him around. <laughs> they carry him around three days. <laughs> and, you know, to play a dead guy in a movie, yep. th- th- this guy still did a great job in that. But that was and that little kid. Remember, he, he accidentally falls. Andy a- Andrew McCarthy dumps him off the top deck. Yeah. And he lands in the sand and they come down that little kid's burying him and they're like, Hey kid, what are you doing? He's like, You talking to me? Yeah, I'm talking to you. Well, yeah, well shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you little uh, <laughs> come here. Come here. Uh man. What a we, list. What dude. a list. Literally, guys, I, I, I just found this list of, of movies of comedies throughout the eighties and I've made like several novels here to print out to, to, to <laughs> give him that. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, oh, was there two? On that one? Oh, just stuck. No, together. we're back to the front. Yeah, we're back to the front. Uh, dude, thanks for sticking in. This is actually, uh, guys, this is a two-parter. Yeah. And so we um, we made it through. I think we're both dog-tired at this point. Too, I am so. tired, but I really enjoyed it. It was yeah, fun. I love talking about movies. Love talking about movies. Listen, RetroShow.net links to all our socials, how you can be a producer. Thank you, Tanya Highland. Tanya Highland. She's our first producer. Listen, I love all of you. Like some of you. Make your day, people.